And we are coming down in three, two, one. Welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by... Mock. Sheen Washable. No, 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 no. Oh, we, we're going there. <laughs> Brother Souls. Brother Souls. The Red Baron. Yeah. And special guest... Shane O'Brien. Boo. Finally got him in. We've got to come up with a name for him. Please don't. We have to. Well, Everyone else has had a name. I know he's had, he used to do like the OB Shuffle. Uh... I don't know if he's outgrown it now. That's a throwback from about maybe three (laughs) months ago before I deactivated my Twitter account. (laughs) It's still your Instagram name, though. It is. OB Shuffle. Didn't you have a drink? Was it called the OB Shuffle? Oh, yeah. The O'Brien Shuffle. It was uh, Captain Morgan, (laughs) Vanilla vanilla Smirnoff, Smirnoff, Coke, and Sprite. And Grenadine. Rebecca's favorite. Yeah. Oh, man. That sounds terrible. I left a couple of those in people's lawns. We uh there. we drank a lot of those in Jeff's house, and then Kendall peed on his couch. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Good times, and I, would, I would strike more than once. Is that the same night he ran into the deer sign? That was the next morning when Shane <laughs> ran into the deer sign, yes. I ran into a deer sign? Yeah, remember Jeff's pavilion? He's got that big deer crossing sign. You walked right into it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I have no recollection of that. Jeff's house has made some for some interesting stories. Kendall slept in a wheelbarrow one time. I slept yep, yep. Pretty shirtless comfy. on a bench. <laughs> Spitting all over yourself. Yep. I left that hand mixer I brought there, and I still hear about it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, where's that hand mixer? Oh, wait. We don't have one anymore. <laughs> you should call Jeff. We should. Hey, I need that mixer. Oh, by the way. Uh, that'd be so funny. Good to see if you brought it, too. Like, he just showed up with it. Yeah. <laughs> So yes, special guest, OB Shuffle. Already made a name for him. Finally going to inject some hockey knowledge <laughs> that we've been kind of lacking here. Guy knows more hockey than us. Yeah, I know. It's over, though. <laughs> it is sad. I know. I kind of I paid, I made a bold claim last week, but I couldn't come and be like, it'll still be going <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, he's like, oh, it'll still be going on. Well, yeah, I was, I was Team Vegas in seven. But having seen the gold on Instagram and Twitter the last couple of days, I'm not mad about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, shout outs or whatever. Toast excellence. Uh, my, toast, my toast is going out to CM Punk. Correct. Come back to the WWE. He said he wasn't. But you're so bad at UFC. Did he lose again last <laughs> he night? He got destroyed. Did he? It was horrible. He Just, said CM stands for chick magnet. Yeah. Which makes him more douchey. Yeah. Come back to the WWE, please. It's not happening. Kendall. As the listeners and all of you know, I'm a huge uh, horse racing fan. So, uh, <coughs> Justify uh, becomes the 14th uh, horse to win the Triple Crown. 13th. So, uh, did I say 14th? 13th. That's how much of a fan I am. Pond water. <laughs> Private stock. Private stock. But yeah, that's that's my toast excellence. Look at that, Mark. You don't have to be the first one to do the private stock. But the difference is, is I'm not going to get a read on it because Kendall likes everything. That's not true. Yeah, but you know what the it's thing very is? true. That's thing true. Is, you've liked more of the private stocks than, than the rest of us have. I know. All right, so this is a, a new ad. 
Three new ads. Three new ads. Done in the bathroom, nonetheless. Yep. Which I'm very excited for. I don't for. want anyone to see it. I hope there's like detergent I promise there's no bodily fluids in it. <laughs> At least none of mine. I beg to differ. <laughs> there could be other people's that were in there beforehand. What a healthy swig. Yeah, it was. This is pretty good. <laughs> Wait until you have this. Is it good? <laughs> it is good. Oh, man. Every time I like find something really gross, it just makes it better. Fuck. Over ice. Give it to Mock. It's going to be his soon anyway. Mock will <sighs> hand it over. All right, so yours is to justify souls? Mine's going to be to DeAndre Ayton, who's probably going to be the number one pick. Boom. Yeah, I didn't have anything, so it came off the top of my head. Train, you got one? Alex Ovechkin. Yeah. Dude fucking did a keg stand in the Stanley Cup. The guy s- held the Stanley Cup over his head at a Washington Nationals game for about 10 minutes until the ball wasn't in play and they could put him on the Jumbotron. He just stood there. He's a- also, he was swimming in the fountain that he- was like two inches deep. Him and the whole team. He was just laying in it, just taking like trying to take laps. That's going to be his statue in Washington, him in that fountain. I'm just going to pose a question for later in the show. Question for- <laughs> what? I, it's just I, I loved watching the Ovechkin video. I thought it was just so funny. He's just a, he's just a dude loving life now. That's, That's what it. it is. The struggle's over. Yeah. He's just a, it's just a, it's like watching a kid that like just won his first Pee Wee tr- trophy. He's just so happy. Yeah. Now he's gonna leave Washington. No. No. Because he's not a basketball player. It'd be funny though. Yeah, hockey players don't really do that. Kind they of have this thing called <laughs> loyalty to their team. They don't really care about as much about money. True. I'm just saying it'd they be also, funny. Calm down, you two. Well, they, they also have, like, this other thing, too. The teams have loyalty to them. That's why, like, in the NBA, it's like, oh, here's $400 million for six months. And in hockey, it's like, hey, we'll give you $110 million if you stay with us for eight years. And we'll guarantee all of it. Somehow, Rita over there, who's not even moving, managed to, like, drop everything. Except the chocolate chip muffin. The answer to that <laughs> is yes. <laughs> Correction. She dropped the chocolate chip muffin. Ah. Oh, no. Party foul. Shot. Shot. I don't know. Carpet mites. No, you're next. <laughs> Carpet mites. Uh, so I had three, but Ovechkin was one of them. I just I had it in case nobody said it, but I figured I figured you would say it. Uh, so one is to um, our own Mike the Captain Machine Washable Mock. Because yesterday we were at Bad Fisherman's Brewing um, tasting <laughs> event that they had at, in Seymour, which I heard was a, a big success. I was unable to attend, but I heard from the other three that, that did go. It was a big six four, that it was a big success. And uh, if you were able to catch the the Facebook Live video, did you get to watch it, Kendall? I did. I watched it last night. Our own Machine Washable, after fighting it for months and months and months, finally Just referred to himself. Year. As Machin Washable on the on the, the Man, Facebook was terrible, was so drunk. <laughs> Didn't even know I said it. <laughs> drunk minds speak sober thoughts. Yeah, name's terrible, and it was no. seamless. He just went right into it. Yeah, so it's forever now. You are Machin Washable. Somebody will be hacking into his Facebook to change it to Mike Machin Washable. I tell you, you say that Facebook kicked me off of my account until I removed the captain from my name what? for Recently? years. But did they know you're the just, captain? Just a couple weeks ago, this happened. I tried to sign in, and they said that there was a complaint or something like that, and they were going to kick me off my account until I changed my name. Well, if you're kicked off your account, you can't change it. Put well, they, they gave, like, a two-day grace period. They're like, fix it or you're out. I was like, I see the most ridiculous names on Facebook. <laughs> <sighs> it was so irritating. Like, like somebody, <laughs> Wanda, 
Wanda. Wanda. Um, and then the other one was to uh, the most classy organization in sports at this moment in time, the Chicago Bears. All right, guys. So I thought there was going to be more to that sentence. No, I just I, um, I thought it was real classy that, you know, Zach Miller is probably not going to be able to play NFL football again. Um, but, you know, and, and we talked about it on the show when it happened. You know, had a gruesome knee injury, um, was pretty close to having, having to have his leg amputeed off. And uh, the worst part was is they called it not a touchdown, and it should have been a touchdown. But they signed him to a one-year deal for the veteran minimum, be a tight end coach on the team. Keep those buttholes nice and puckered. <laughs> but um, I thought it was a classy move. Yeah, good good on them. You know, stand by your guy. Zach Miller was one of those guys that he just went out there and just loved playing football. He didn't really care about anything else. Plus, dude's got gray hair. <laughs> gray hair. All right. So, yeah, toast of excellence, uh, gentlemen. Except for souls, as for usual. <laughs> okay. Salute. Oh, my God. We didn't do starting lineups. <laughs> oh, yeah, we didn't. <laughs> well, the, So we're doing an around the horn of shots after this. So the starting lineup. Kyle, since you made that disgusted face, you can go first. Yeah, I'm drinking Rolling Rock. The old Latrobe. So you know what the problem is, Kyle? There's a 99% chance every time you buy Rolling Rock that it's skunked. Mm. Green bottle. Green bottle. I'm pretty sure it is. That's why Heineken's so good. It makes their beer so so good because they just, they just make a terrible beer anyway. That people just think it's skunked, but it's not. It's just bad. Yeah. But they're like, oh, let's put it in a green bottle. People will just be like, oh, <laughs> it's the damn bottle. A rolling rock of a can. Yeah. Top-notch beer. <laughs> Got to get the 18-pack of this, the Piners. Mm. I uh, I have from New England Brewing here in Woodbridge, Connecticut, the G-Bot Double India Pale Ale. Ooh, it's a, it's a Kendall favorite. It is. Yeah. No, it's not. It doesn't like beer. I have Sierra Nevada... Torpedo Extra IPA. Ooh, everybody's first craft beer. <laughs> no, no, that's the pale ale. Don't insult, <laughs> don't insult me. <laughs> don't insult me. Red Baron? I know, From... oh, no, sorry, I noticed when you said that, you're starting to pick up the Midwestern accent. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you... Y'all. I, don't, I don't know what y'all have heard. <laughs> <laughs> From the Miller family, a low-calorie substitute for one of your favorite products, the Miller 64. What? <laughs> This was in the PPR in the fridge. fridge. <laughs> you didn't bring a beer? I, I didn't have time. I've been on the go since 8 o'clock yesterday. You texted me. I, I, in my head, I thought we talked about it earlier in the week. and then That it, wouldn't mean anything. You, uh. It fell through the cracks. But hey, I got a beer. <laughs> Thanks. Kind of. Uh, really? I have a <coughs> limited release from Finch Brewing the um, from their Cosmic Kettle series. The Turtle All the Way Down Sour Ale. Now, you were talking about these last week. Dude, super fucking excited. <laughs> Turtles on the can, dude. Turtles, Turtles. on the can. Turtle power. Solo, gentlemen. Turtle uh. power. God, is that beer cold And enough? it's delicious. No. Mm. That's <laughs> is not it not good, Kai? Not anymore. Honestly, <laughs> they could have released this, it's and it could have just said, this is piss in a can, and I would have bought it just for the Turtles. <laughs> Hey, turtles are good. It's gonna be. My, it's my second favorite can I own now. Right up there with the uh, um, Southwestern Airlines. Uh, is it Southwest? Yeah, Southwest Airlines canned water. Ooh, mm-hmm. spring water. Yeah, nice. No, <laughs> or purified. No, it's tap water. There's <laughs> <laughs> got a guy out back filling it with a hose on the plane. 
All right, chat trivia. This has been a dumpster fire start. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's my fault. We had a late night. Uh, so before <coughs> I ask the question, I need someone to pick uh, an NFL I, team. I have shot trivia. Well, then give me the give me the bottom. <laughs> well, we got to do around the horn shots anyway because Shane has to try it. I thought we said I had it before we started. No, you tried to say it, but but I lost last. You week. just said it because you wanted to do the shot. No, that, that's no. not good, guys. That's right, not Shane, good. Here we go. It, it is good. I tell you, I disagree with Kyle. That that is that's pretty good. good. Shane's Over the ice? only person I'm going to trust on this. Don't do that. Well, because Mock and Kendall have liked every private stock that's been made. No, that's not good. It t- it smells like. Have you ever been touched by like like a little toddler comes up to you and they have grimy hands? Mm. <laughs> that's kind of what it smells like. Just sweaty like ring like, pop hands. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like a ring pop melted. Like under they ate hand. fun dip with their hands. Yeah, <laughs> they lost the stick. Crayola underneath the fingernail. <laughs> oh, he's intrigued. It like. There's it's like a, it's like a girl drink with like a man drink undertone. Mm, say it with me, over <laughs> ice. <laughs> no, on the floor, <laughs> down the pipe. I'm so disappointed. I don't like that at all. Rita, Rita, Rita might Rita. actually like hold it. Hold on, hold on. Let's let's potter up. And Rita is live. You're really confident over there, just grabbing the bottle with one hand. Miss, I drop everything. Yeah. Muffin top. <laughs> oh, I don't wow. have a muffin top. No, the one that you dropped on the floor is what I was referring to. Really? You go really? that way with it? Just drink the damn thing. Yeah, you're holding us up Kyle, now. we're friends now. It doesn't, uh, God, it doesn't make me not hate you. <laughs> friends now? It doesn't make me... Shout out to the worst car ride, 2018. <laughs> and... All right. What this do we think? great radio. Ooh. That That's fate. not bad, but I don't like <laughs> she, she literally, like, convulses, <laughs> like, oh, God, oh, it's not that bad. And we put her down. <laughs> All right. So my but, question... <laughs> hold on, I was going to tell you guys the additions, if you'd like. All right, go ahead. So basically, really. it's been it's been pretty much like brown the whole time through. It got the pond water color because I just I happened to f- have some nips of UV blue laying around. Oh my lord! So today, real drunk off that before. Today we added six nips, um, and I thought it was gonna make it more gross, but it didn't. I added two more nips of UV blue just for the color because it's so gross looking. Nice. Uh, I added a thing of ninety nine bananas. And then three nips of a brand new gross shot that I was I was actually emailed about, um, called uh, George Dickel Barrel Aged Tabasco Whiskey. Wow! So it's a barrel aged whiskey that they put up put like I think they put like ten bottles of Tabasco sauce in the barrel. Nice. And I thought it was going to make it gross. And then just 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 to add a new kick to it, I also poured in a, a one eighty seven of White Zinfandel wine. Nice. Oh, gross. That's what I was tasting. Yep. That's the girly. <laughs> that's the girly overtones. <laughs> His wine the palate man, the picked it right up. There's a reason oh, why I hated God. that. We put a Kyle, man on the moon and we're making booze with hot I did. sauce in it. <laughs> I had a bad experience when I was little with, with hot that. sauce. I mean, there's the, the, the foolproof uh, uh, shucker. It's a chocolate stout with uh, with uh, oysters in it. I think Tabasco only exists for like when you're a kid, that one kid who's going to grow up and you know he's going to end up in jail would chug it when you went out to dinner with him. Yeah. <laughs> That's all Tabasco sauce exists for. Like, hey, what can I put this on? Jail. <laughs> <laughs> jail sandwich. All right. Nope. My question that I'm asking you guys. And then I'll ask my question first. <laughs> 2017, we saw a lot of home runs hit in the MLB. Across the AL and NL, how many total home runs? Total. Kyle. 1,114. Go ahead, Shane. 
what's the difference between the AL and the it, it's just both <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna go with Kyle because he knows everything. So one thousand four hundred ish. See, that's how I know you don't listen to the show. <laughs> Kyle is wrong all the time. <laughs> but Sometimes. but Kyle acts right. <laughs> that's all that matters. He sells it. If you're confident, that's fine. I'll yeah. go with Kyle. I'll just you're off. You guys know what we're talking about. I'm going to say 3,762. 686. The loser is Kyle Souls. Yes. The total... Oh, phone locked. Well, that doesn't make any sense. For last yeah. season... How am I the loser? Kyle can't be the 686. loser. 686. Oh, wait. What'd you say? You said 6,800. You did not say that. You said 686. <laughs> no, he did. He said 686. Oh, sorry, Kendall. You lost. Go fuck yourself. I thought he said two eights. I'm sorry. There was 6,105. No way there was 1,000, Kyle. Stanton alone had like 60. If you go back at the tape, even if every team team hit 100 home runs, you're still looking at (laughs) 3,000. I I looked at that number. And I just figured, you know, teams like. I just figured teams, you know, like the White Sox were like, yeah, they probably hit 12. I knew Kendall was going to go low, so I just said the number. I thought he said two eights. He didn't. But Kendall, you lose. I said two eights. That that note is very funny on Nikki. That's been around. That's been floating from mic to mic. Know, but it's just funny that it's Thanks for Mickey. ripping up my lawn, asshole. <laughs> so, Kendall, big loser. Take well, that. I have Next week, question. I'll do the shot trivia. <laughs> oh, man, we're doing this now? <laughs> I have a week to forget about the one I have Why, do you for this ask? week. Why, you want to ask it now? No, no, no. I'll remember. No, you won't. I remember. No, you won't. You won't. I got this page. <laughs> my frequently asked questions. <laughs> Kendall's facts. Yeah. So, Shane? Yeah. I know hockey season's over. You're sad. I'm always sad. But was it a good season? The best season in years. I agree. It was very good. A lot of, a lot of big-name teams that didn't make the playoffs made it really interesting. Pittsburgh lost. Yep. That, are, that alone. Pittsburgh lost. The Islanders, Rangers, and Blackhawks all were just terrible by week two. Yeah. The, uh, did you see the, uh, the Rangers sent out that the white flag email? It was like, fans, <laughs> you're going to lose some familiar faces. And they just traded them all to Tampa again. So, yeah. yeah. But other than that, great season. Loved it. Go yeah. Knights. Go Knights. Go. Big Knights fan. Huge. That's Mock's favorite team. Yeah. No, I, it, well, after everything I did to make you a Bruins fan by accident. Here's the thing. We we talked about it. I liked the Bruins for Milan Lucic and Tyler Sagan. Both and then of they them got rid done. of them. Both of them. Yeah. So <laughs> screw them. And then when we started the show, I said, all right. We got to figure this out. I, f- I picked a basketball team. Well, I had a basketball team <laughs> picked for me. <coughs> and then we talked about it a few weeks ago. I said, since the Knights are a brand new team, it makes sense that I just jump in. I, the only rule I was given is I couldn't be excited about the Stanley Cup because they were already in it. So I didn't. I couldn't be like the front runner guy. <laughs> but you were the are. front runner guy. Nope, nope, nope. It's their first year, Kyle. You should have picked like the Florida Panthers. So no. all, the, all these NHL accounts I follow all post this photo of Ovechkin. Just laying shirtless with his hair all messed up, no front teeth, just smiling like a like a kid with a Stanley Cup in his bed. Just woke up with the Stanley Cup. I I'm did. loving the hashtag Summer of Ovi. Uh, it's gonna be the best. It's we all saw everywhere. it coming. We saw it coming, and he's gonna be every guy gets a day with the cup, and he's gonna be at every guy's day. Yeah, <laughs> he'll be there because he's not he's not giving it up for a second. The NHL is gonna need to make a new Stanley Cup because he's not gonna get that. Up. <laughs> the fourth cup. Yeah, I tell you, the I, OV it, cup. It was really cool to see him finally get one. Oh my god, it was incredible. It was one of the few times, like even if he, even if like he didn't score a single point, 
in the finals, I still would have just been like, give him the Conn Smythe trophy. Just give it to him. Because honestly, yeah, it's time. they would have never even made the playoffs without him. Uh, yeah, they would never would have made the playoffs every year without him. Oh, yeah. This was, was this, did they, they didn't win the President's Trophy this year, did they? No, that was Nashville. Right, okay. Nashville won the President's Trophy. Maybe that's what they got to do. They got to stop winning the President's Trophy because they always seem to be on top. Well, now they get a real banner. Yeah. <laughs> like, they have had, like, they have the President's Trophy banner. They have, like, made the second round twice. <laughs> <laughs> like, Blue 3-1 series lead four times banner. It's, it's, uh, it's good for them. I'm now, happy. What do you think would have happened in the city of Washington if, if they had blown the 3-1 Stanley Cup lead? Burn it to the ground. Not the worst thing to happen in Washington, ever. That's true. Oh. So it'll be... Um, no, it would be pretty terrible. Um, Michael Jordan playing for the Wizards was probably the worst thing that's ever happened. <laughs> it would probably would have been pretty Philadelphia-esque. Oh, yeah. There would have been riots. and But it's okay. There, people from it. Philly would have just came down. They would have just been like, we can help you out. <laughs> We're on the way. <laughs> you guys trying to destroy your... We did that when we won. You can imagine what we do when we lose. I've never understood that mentality. Like, you guys won. Why are you burning everything? <laughs> I could see if you lost. At least that kind of makes sense. I've never watched my team in any sport win anything, so I can't speak to that. But when the Rangers win, park away from me. Well, you were born. You were alive in 94. <laughs> I was alive in 94. <laughs> my dad wanted me to be a Flyers fan. Glad I wasn't. Shout out, Garrett. Oh, man. Big shout out to G-Money. <laughs> was he listening today? No, he's probably not even awake yet. <laughs> Unreal. But I'll I'll force it on him. I'll force it on him later. Sit down, yeah, sit watch down, this. Watch it. Listen, Listen to the replay. It. He will. Find <laughs> us on iTunes. Yep. He, he's a podcast guy. He likes it. All right. All right. We'll have to get him on. How does next week sound? He's a big Jets fan, <laughs> from what I remember. Likes yeah? the Jets a lot. Yeah. Uh, Poor guy. Yeah. I don't know why you dive in and just Jets. Yeah, it was yeah, real weird because like he was just it. getting into football. He's like, "Yeah, I really like the Jets," and I was like, "Oh God, pick again." <laughs> you know what? He's he's already a Flyers fan, so he's, he's a disappointment. He's the kind of guy who he'll wait. <laughs> Mostly, I know that because he's still waiting. <laughs> yeah. So I saw this trade rumor thing for the NHL that supposedly there's serious talks about the Blackhawks acquiring Justin Falk and Scott Darling back from the Flyers, or I mean from the the um, Carolina, yeah, the Hurricanes. What do you? I mean, granted, we'd have to see obviously what the Blackhawks would be giving up to get that. But what do you think about Darling coming back to to Chicago? Do you think it's do you think it's a a plan to exit Crawford, or do you think it's just they want something they want a more serious backup netminder? Because I, mean, I mean, that's a great question because Crawford's kind of his future's kind of up in the air right now because he's been having some concussion issues. And yeah. And I mean, he he was out almost the whole season, and the defense played bad, and there wasn't there was no help on offense. But I mean, it always starts with your netminder. Yeah, and I mean, they were just they weren't they weren't able to stop anything. And they, I mean, they love Scott Darling. Uh, Carolina's a dumpster fire. Chicago so. bred too. Yeah, I mean, he has the best story of any professional yeah. athlete right now. So if you don't know it, read about it because he is. We shared it. I shared it on the Eighty Sports with Drunk when he, when he left Chicago because he wrote a real. Real long, um, like goodbye letter yeah, to the city. He wrote, and he also he uh, he did an article for the Players Tribune at one point. Too. Yeah, he was he had a real real rough but inspiring path to the NHL. I mean, you're talking about a guy that could, arguably just could be dead right now. Yeah, I mean, guy pretty much almost drank himself to death. In yeah, the, in the uh, the guy went from working in his uncle's uh, alcohol beer distributing factory or plant to having his name on the Stanley Cup, mm-hmm. like. Meteoric rise, yeah. Uncre- incredible. And 
and earning it too. Even as a backup, earned it because when he played, he played lights out. I mean, he still played Division One hockey, so yeah. it's not like he wasn't talented. But it's not like he's your he's a big boy off the street. He's a big boy. So too. if you work in your uncle's distributing plant, you're probably not going to get your name on the Stanley Cup. But he did. <laughs> well, it depends and it was on how awesome. good you are. That's theft <laughs> you and engraving. <laughs> I mean, Stanley Cup's in the Jeep right hey, now. Does the NHL do open tryouts like the NBA does? Um, occasionally. No. Did you see they had a, the Blackhawks had an emergency backup step in this year? That was awesome. Oh, it was the best. Seven saves, accountant. An accountant. Just... I would go into work the next day and be like, fuck all you guys. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part was now the day that happened, every beer league guy in the world thought they could play for the Chicago Blackhawks. <laughs> it's like also that guy also played Division One college hockey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, these, like people think like, oh, my God, he just guy's an accountant. It's like they don't just go out and just go, you, we need a uniform. Come on, hurry up. It's, he also played at like Michigan State or something. Like the yeah. guy was a good goalie who just got a job instead of yeah. You, see, that's the thing. you can't get that in any other sport. Imagine you're just walking into an NHL and they're like, "That guy, get him! Yeah, you <laughs> get him skates. You're in emergency kicker." <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I, honestly, probably anybody would do better than some of these kickers we've had in the NFL. Oh yeah, big time. I can kick for the Chargers. They seem to need help there. <laughs> no, they got one. Who do they have now? What do they have? Like Nick Folk. Right. So no, he's just, don't worry about it. Don't he worry seems about to always show up your somewhere. team now. I don't know. I got another topic. A another topic or question for Shane here, just because it's, it's nice to ask these questions and get like thoughtful answers <laughs> instead, instead of, of just... instead of ah uh, hockey. <laughs> Usually, what happens is when Paul wants to talk hockey, he prints things out to ask us, so we have answers for. Him. Or I tell them we're going to do a specific show like three weeks in advance, and then they have to do their own homework. <laughs> like remember when we did the award show last season? Did you, did you hear that one? Yeah. So we did, like, who's going to win the awards or whatever, and I told them, like, three weeks in advance, every award, what the award meant, and all that stuff, and then they, they each came in with, like, two pages of handwritten notes. Mine were typed. Yeah, mine were typed, because he doesn't, he doesn't actually pay to work when he gets paid for it. He just, <coughs> a, lot of, a lot of listening to our own podcasts, or yeah, radio show. I'd and, like uh, to uh, revisit that and see what we got right. We could, we could try. I have the notebook somewhere. Probably Everything's on recording. <laughs> it's true. Anyway, so, the, so I post. I don't, I don't know if you follow Shane, but the, follow this thing called NHL Discussions on Instagram. No, but I mean, I might have seen what what they posted. So other it videos. was basically it was just now that Ovechkin has won a cup. Who's the NHL's new whipping boy? And so they listed the five guys. So it was Joe Thornton's twenty seasons without a cup. Um, Marlou's got twenty seasons without a cup. Luongo is at eighteen. Lundqvist is at thirteen, and Spaze is at fifteen. Just put them all on the same team. Uh, can I choose a different option? Yeah. Henrik Lundqvist. Did you oh, say I him? I said that. You did? I did. Okay. Henrik Lundqvist, shot. <laughs> My, I was thinking Lundqvist because I feel like he's better than everybody else on that list. But I also, I don't know, Luongo was pretty good. And just, just the longevity. Because, I mean, how long was Ovechkin playing before he had the, his cup? Ovechkin was what? Uh, thir- oh. 13 years. 13 years. So, I mean, Lundqvist is, yeah, he's right there then. At the same same time frame. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I just want to see Lankos win. I think if he was in net for any team in the playoffs this year, they would have won. Yeah, I know it's a bold claim. No, but goaltending was. I mean, really, I mean, Holpe had some pretty rough outings. He just played lights out in the Stanley Cup, yeah. and then Mark Andre Fleury was the opposite. Played lights out all the way up into the Stanley Cup. Yeah, but I think it's because Mark Andre Fleury wasn't at the games. Yeah, right. I think Flurry, he he played extre- well. He played extremely well, but Vegas went as far as they should have for the league. 
because there was a lot of people saying, oh, this team's only good because of the way they drafted. Well, that's wrong because if you look, probably seven or eight of their top scorers or top players in general just had career years. Yeah. So I, I'm happy to see where they ended up. I'm, I'm, I would have loved to see them win, but at the same time, you see Alex Ovechkin in there paying his dues. Yeah. But I, I want Lundqvist to win it. Now, if it was like Knights Penguins, the whole world would have been Knights fans. Ooh, oh yeah, I would. Uh, I was gonna say I'd root for the Bruins before the Penguins, but I wouldn't. Got a boy. I, just I think would, you I, would. Just, I, I wouldn't watch. Got a boy. I'd ignore it. I'd Kyle's like, yeah, Penguins are only your second least favorite team. <laughs> no, I love you, Shane. No, I, I hate the Penguins. I know, but I like every player on the Penguins. I tell you, you know what was funny? <laughs> <laughs> a few weeks, a few weeks back, uh, me and Paul were driving somewhere, and we were talking about hockey, and. The topic came up of like if Sidney Crosby can ever end up in the conversation of greatest ever. No, <laughs> but but hold on, because we both said it, and then we're both like, well, no. So then Paul tried to he looked up on Wikipedia Sidney Crosby's achievements and records and whatnot. It was, it's a nice list, but when we went to find Wayne Gretzky's, it didn't exist on Wikipedia because it's its own separate page. Yeah, <laughs> that's like thirty-seven pages long. <laughs> yeah, they just never do it. Yeah. He 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 might get it in like championships, but just just hockey is more of a team sport than any of the other four major sports. And I think I think Gretzky still won four Stanley Cups. Did he get four? I don't know. 84, 85. He won four in the 80s. Yeah. And Crosby won three over two different decades, so that's why I love hockey because this is that's a basketball conversation. We don't have that. We have our greatest ever. He wore the highest number you could possibly put on a jersey. No one else can ever wear it, and that's the best ever. That's that's the end of it. There's no three digit numbers in hockey. No, <laughs> not yet. There's a four digit. I want. Uh, I've, I've been pushing for fractions for years. <laughs> who, who was it? Cut? Was it uh, four fifths? There was a Yankees pitcher that had a fraction number in the minors. I, don't know. I think it was El Duque. He was like sixteen and three quarters or something. <laughs> Put some powder puff numbers in there. <laughs> pie, <laughs> just the pie symbol. <laughs> um, yeah, it's. Well, there you go. We can we can visit that now that the finals are over. Who's the greatest of all time, LeBron or Michael Jordan? I I don't think you can compare the two. It's not that's not the answer we're looking but, for. Just but pick one, just for the sake of argument. I think it's LeBron James. Okay. Souls. It's still Jordan, but. If LeBron wins one more, I think he. But that to me is is irrelevant. Not I irrelevant. It is though. I think LeBron is the better player. Who who was on the Cavs this year to help LeBron win the championship? But that you can't do that. You can't go based off that because but, even though, but the, you you look back at it. They had fucking Jordan Clarkson. LeBron right? James after what? What is this? This is his fourteenth season. I think so. Yeah. He just passed Michael Jordan in thirty point playoff games. And Michael Jordan didn't make the playoffs the first like two or three years he was in the league, and he didn't play as long as as LeBron did. <laughs> Michael Jordan, it didn't matter who was on Michael Jordan's team. When he was in the finals, he still went out and he scored 40 points by himself to win the game. It didn't matter who was around him. He just did it. I mean, you look at all of Michael Jordan's most memorable playoff moments, and it's him hitting the game-winning shot, not somebody else. The only one that's really... Su- There's only two that are honorable that aren't Michael Jordan, and it was Tony Kukoc hitting a corner three and then Steve Kerr hitting a three. Mm-hmm. Also, quietly, you need to start talking about Steve Kerr being the greatest head coach of all time. Working his way in there. First of all, the guy's got eight rings now, so he's already one of the most winning people ever. 
I like the picture they had with him just wearing all of them. Is it eight? No. Is it eight rings? It's eight. No, it's can't be. It can't be eight. Well, that's what the Sports Center post on Instagram said. They posted something that's not about LeBron James. That's <laughs> yep. crazy. It's the Warriors, not much. Of well, it was like it was like subtly about LeBron James. They'll work it in there. But I don't know. All I'm saying is, you look at Michael Jordan versus LeBron because championships matter. At the end of the day, they, they do they matter. They do. And LeBron, it, it doesn't matter if even if his teammates started scoring, they just don't have the team to compete with the Warriors. It doesn't matter if J.R. Smith went out there and put up 20 points or Kevin Love played well. They just wouldn't. They would have lost in five instead of four. It wouldn't have mattered. I think that Cavs any real NBA team. fan would tell you that this, this Cavs fan, this Cavs team couldn't do it. They needed a point guard. That's what they, if they had a point guard, it'd been different. But anyway, all I'm saying is, if you have a girl and a guy goes to this girl's house six times and scores all six times, saw that. Yeah, I was say I saw that post, <laughs> but it's perfect. You, guy goes to a girl's house six times and scores all six times. He's a legend. If he goes there eight times and only scores three, eh, he's average. He's not average. He's still doing pretty well for himself. You know, it's funny. Not, not if it's But what, your but what were the girl's dreams? I don't care. Mm-hmm. But what were her dreams? To be with Kyle. Exactly. You know, it's funny, Riddler. Uh, <laughs> I knew that you would have seen that post, and I was trying to think of something to set you up for it. I went in for it myself. <laughs> that uh, team saw... is going to be blown up. The Cavs? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But that's what, uh, to me, I don't think you can uh, can compare the two. I, it's just, I don't know, different eras. Yeah, but I mean, but you, people do it in other sports all the time. But I don't think you can do it in any sport. Like when you compare when football, when they try and compare Montana to Brady, I don't think you can compare the two. It was a different game. Yeah, but I mean, you can compare. But Montana Peyton still threw the two. ball a lot. Like I, a I lot know. more than any other quarterback did in that. In that time, though. But, like, if Montana played now, it would be different. The same thing. If Dan Marino played now, he'd probably have 10,000 passing yards a year. Well, if Dan Marino played now, he they would just – he's called Drew Brees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's why, like, I don't like when they do these comparisons because But you can look at it like this different. way. Montana's the best Super Bowl quarterback. Brady's the best playoff quarterback. And Manning is the best regular season quarterback. It's just – it's different – Levels, I guess you'd call it. it it's that's just, how you have that know. conversation. I don't, I don't like these comparisons. If you're going to compare players, pick players from you know the same era. But, but you can't. That's the problem. Okay, who are you going to argue with, Tom Brady? Who who's, who are you going to put the argument that's better than Tom Brady? Peyton Manning. But he's not. But I mean, but that but, that but to not. me is at least an argument. You can no, it's not have that. But do you think Tom Brady's better than Peyton Manning? Yeah. Overall, not regular season versus playoffs, just overall the encompassment of the entire sport from kickoff to the Super Bowl through the <laughs> span of their careers is Tom Brady a better quarterback than Peyton Yeah, because unfortunately... Oh, okay. Oh. No. Mock? No. You think Peyton Manning's better? As a quarterback, yes. I think Brady was bred into a system. He wouldn't have Peyton Manning played else. with a lot of really good wide receivers. He did. I say Peyton. What the hell? So, that's what I'm going to say. I love Peyton Manning, and I, I'm going to forever stick with the thing I just said, you know, the regular season. But at the end of the day, Peyton was kind of a choke artist. And I will say that Brady, his first three Super Bowls, that defense was a top uh, top five defense every time he was in the Super Bowl, where Manning was a bottom five defense. Okay, we're talking overall quarterback, right? I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, giving, you know, I'm giving background. Yeah, but that's part of going okay. into the overall quarterback. I'm giving background. 
But that's why I hate when people are like, oh, can you say, give me an argument about how Michael Jordan's better than LeBron without using the word championships? I don't have to. Championships matter. My thing is, I thought Peyton had a better deep ball. I thought he had better touch passes down the middle. Is that accuracy? Is that that goes to, to Manning? Well, that's not what we were talking about. We were just talking about a generalized. I mean, Peyton Manning yeah, is far okay, more accurate. You want to go with that way? Accuracy, accuracy, and the deep ball go to Peyton Manning. Um, clutch performances and playoff performances and like big game performances go to Tom Brady all the way. Two minutes down, two minutes with any any offense at the helm, offensive line, running backs, wide receiver, doesn't matter who it is. I'm picking Tom Brady a thousand times out of a thousand over Peyton Manning in any game, seasons, season or week one through the Super Bowl. I mean, I think back to that game versus the Ravens when uh, his first season with the Broncos, and that should have been a walk in the park at the end, and it just kind of just didn't materialize to anything, and I just don't understand it. I just. Do you remember when at the end of the game, it was the double overtime game, and I can't remember who the safety was or the corner was, and they like tipped the ball right to. I can't even remember who the receiver was on the Ravens. Don't remember what to double overtime. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember who it was. That doesn't but, matter. <laughs> but I mean, that's a game that you know the Broncos should have just ran away with. If I didn't say it didn't matter, kind of would have just sat there and thought about it. <laughs> well, it could have been like Lee Evans, or it, it doesn't matter. But getting back to so, so if we're gonna if you're gonna compare it, n- give me somebody that's better than LeBron that you can honestly make an argument about. I don't think anybody's better than LeBron. Kevin Durant. I don't think you can. If we're going to talk championships, he's going to be right there in like next year. But if we're talking about overall, just as a player, like we did with Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, you think if you sat down a hundred real NBA fans, do you think more than ten of them would say Kevin Durant? Yeah. You really think so? Would think say Kevin Durant's up uh, more than ten? Yeah. Player? I'm not. Not, saying not right that. now. Not today. Overall. Yeah. Some I people. I don't will. know. I think I think if you sat a hundred people down and asked them who's the best NBA player of the past. 10 years. Well, so then if Steph Curry wins four more championships, which is possible. But we're, but you, but we're not Durant talking championships. Steph. We're talking overall. But if, if championships matter. Right. And Steph Curry wins four more, which he can do. Okay. Is he going to then be thrown in better than Jordan? No. But why not? He'll have more championships. But but that, but overall, we're talking about overall. No, he's not better than Jordan because he's a, he's a two-dimensional player. All he can do is shoot threes. And he has the handles to drive the lane. He's not a mid-range threat. He can't play defense. The LeBron-Jordan debate works outside of championships because LeBron is a big guy who can get blocks. Michael Jordan was very quick and good with his hands to get steals. So they're both good defensively in different aspects. They're both two. They're probably the two most athletic NBA players ever. They could both score at will. Michael Jordan was lights out from beyond the arc when he needed to be. Had an amazing fadeaway shot. Was great in the post for somebody as small as he was in NBA standards. And you look at LeBron, who drives with so much power and authority and can dunk over anybody and anything in his way. And has developed a three-point shot and has a real clutch performance down the stretch over however many defenders. Steph Curry's not in that. It doesn't matter if Steph Curry goes 9-0 and in his championship run. At the end of the day, Steph Curry will go down as the best three-point shooter of all time. And one of the greatest players ever, but he'll never be in the debate for the greatest player. Doesn't matter how many championships he wins. Why can't Kevin Durant? You you named all those things. Kevin Durant did all those things. I'm not saying Kevin Durant can't be. That wasn't the question. No, I'm saying you were arguing that people wouldn't wouldn't say Kevin Durant. Because I don't think Kevin Durant's better than LeBron James. In discussion, he can be. If you think about it, he has a better shot than LeBron James. He scores at will. 
just like LeBron James. Very great defender. Not better defender, though. I don't think he's a better defender. I think they're right next to each other in defense. And Kevin Durant also only with the Golden State Warriors has proven the clutch ability because of how many people there are to guard. Kevin Durant was not clutch any other time in his career. He was clutch with the Thunder. They just never got over the hump. He didn't have the team around him. Yes, he did. No, he had Russell Westbrook. They had a great team. And you can tell that Russell Westbrook can't win like like that. They had a great team. They had the ability to go all the way. They choked as a team with Durant. Yes, but LeBron choked with the Miami Heat. You're right, he did. I'm so, not saying he didn't. I, I'm telling you my opinion. I think LeBron's better than Durant. And I think Durant's right there in discussion with LeBron. I don't think he's far off. Okay. I don't, you turned this into an argument to try to prove you right when we were having an <laughs> argument. I'm just saying. Dick. That, I, I just hate the the player comparisons across different timers. That That's my... I, I don't like when we do that. I know people are going to do that forever. It's just... It's hard to compare different time errors in sports because the games change. It's just Let's be honest, how they are. The greatest player of all time is Greg Oden. Are you kidding me? No. Eddie Omar Asik. Omar Asik. <laughs> That's my guy. Yeah. I, I just remembered. Yeah. <laughs> Paul, did you have on your phone uh, all our, our picks from all the, the brackets, <laughs> or was that on a separate sheet of paper? What the picks? Did you do that <laughs> on your phone or did we do it on paper for uh, the playoffs? I have them on my phone somewhere. I like to tally up and see how much I won by. Well, uh, for what the, the bracket? The bracket that you we did. Win that. Yeah, well, take, of course I did. I'll take a shot because I know I finished last in basketball. <laughs> I'm not tallying them up. We always say we're going to. Well, I'm not Just give me a. I know I finished last. I had the Sixers well, thunder. <laughs> 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 I know uh, my basketball one was a little rough after the first round. Hockey, the West was spot on. East, but I think it went pretty well. Enough to at least beat Kyle. <laughs> I got two wrong in the hockey one. Really? Yeah. Which two? Uh, I said that Anaheim would win in the first round when it was San Jose, and I said that Vegas would win the Stanley Cup over Washington, and it was Washington over Vegas. You know, I had Washington out of the first round. I also said Nashville would beat Winnipeg, so three wrong. I got two wrong as well. Yeah, I don't. I had. Win a, I had. I have no idea what I had. <laughs> but NBA almost yeah. had it. Winnipeg. Yeah. yeah, I had Winnipeg beating Vegas, and then I had Winnipeg beating Washington. Uh, so I also got two wrong. Yeah. Tell you though, I thought Winnipeg was going to ride in hot, but they kind of tailed out. Yeah, but they were a good team this year. They were. They just—they really—they just—they fizzled out right in time for the Western Conference Finals. I—I uh, I thought the hockey playoffs were exciting throughout. They always are exciting. It doesn't matter what happens. It's true, and I thought the NBA playoffs was exciting until the finals. <laughs> All the other series I thought were fun. You know, like Golden State went seven with Houston. Uh, Cleveland went seven with Boston. Like the I round two the... was boring. Round two was yeah. really boring. Toronto got their ass whooped by Cleveland. After Philly. Cleveland struggled. I have some questions for that second half of the show. Thanks for that, Kyle. <laughs> Just letting you guys know. <laughs> Kyle's when he has posted a question, he's like, so I'm going to order a pizza. Yeah. Who, well, no, who's going to have, who's this, gonna have the some? Break. I have this whole thing after, so. All right, all right. So fuck yourself, Ken. Oh, my God. You know, take a joke. Also, uh, quick change of pace. I'd like to shout out the Yankees sweeping the Mets. 
What, do you want an award or something? <laughs> I'd like, like to shout out an MLB team beating a Little League yeah, team. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was going to make that my toast to excellence, <laughs> but then I saw CM Punk. I just wanted to see Kendall's face when I said it. Uh, Familia is on the, the DL with something. <laughs> yeah, I sucking ass. I can't even remember what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. Ten day DL for fast. being terrible. Does, uh, does Syndergaard still have a sore right index uh, finger? I think he's off, but it's just embarrassing. They to start oh, wait. My favorite part of the hockey season. I don't know if it happened yet. <laughs> yeah, all the injuries. When they announce all the injuries. Yeah, so, <laughs> no, Justin Bufflin comes up. Yeah, I had a broken femur. <laughs> that's my favorite part of the whole season. Well, somebody didn't somebody have a broken jaw? Didn't that happen? Like after one of the Western or Eastern Conference finals, and somebody had or like like a, like a fat, like something wrong with a fractured jaw or something. Probably not, not that I remember, but it uh, could happen. I might have just missed it. I think it was uh... basketball starting to do it. LeBron James said he had a broken hand. Yeah, Is cramp. It... <laughs> oh, Dana White says CM Punk's MMA career should probably be a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to WWE. He's not doing it. I know they don't want him. He doesn't want them. I think the WWE would welcome him back instantly. It may take a few years, but he would just make so much money for the company again. Right, now, now How could you do something about. instantly in a few years? <laughs> like instant pudding. Where is it? Give it what to did him. I say? They'll <laughs> <Give laughs> it it welcome him back instantly in a couple in a few, of years. It might take a few years. What I, well, no, what I mean is like if he No, we know ever... what you meant, but take a shot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's the NHL injury report right after the Stanley Cups one is always great. It's the best. Oh, it's my favorite. That's the thing, too, is, like, the, it's just, it just goes to show you how much heart those players have versus yeah. every other sport. I mean, you've seen players that, like, they play the game, they get or whatever Chair like that, suck. and they have a fractured arm. <laughs> on its own. And they literally are in searing pain, but they insist on lifting the Stanley Cup up and skating around the rink with it. That's because other sports, they want to win for the clout. No, it's because other sports have a gay trophy you can lift with one hand. Or they have a trophy that they give to the owner and the players stand around and watch the owner lift it. Yeah. That's the difference. True. Like, who won it? The owner or the or the guys out there bleeding? Yeah. That was a question I always had about sports. Well, it depends. Is it Robert Kraft or is it always for Robert Kraft? <laughs> Fuck that, that guy. That man's a legend. Ugh. I hate him. Me too. Yeah. Kendall, you're a Patriots a fan and you know it, so don't nope, even start. No, no, no. You are. You are. I, I can make a list of every Patriot player i hate that doesn't mean you don't like the patriots you talk about them like you love them every show no shane i got Uh, another nhl question to pose to you you i don't want to get into this patriots discussion kendall you like them get over it. a very odd sense of humor get used to it souls do you think like the mlb does do you think that the nhl should ever implement a playoffs mvp trophy not just not just the con smite because the con smite's more for the playoff MVP. Is it playoff MVP? Yeah, though? it's Con Smythe for playoff MVP. But is, but does it always go to someone who wins the Stanley Cup? No, five times. Four goalies and one right wing. It has gone to someone who hasn't won the Stanley mm-hmm. Cup? Okay. It's gone to a losing player five times. I mean, why? You asked them to implement a trophy that they already have. No. What do you mean, no? You just did. That's what happened. That's <laughs> you know, always so quick to just be like, oh, here, private stock. But then he's like, oh, I'm not doing No, it. I don't want it. very slow. So it has happened? Yeah. When's the last time it happened? Uh, 2007, John Sebastian Jagir. No, sorry, not 2007. That was 2003. They lost New Jersey in the final. J.S. Jagir was the goalie for the Anaheim Ducks, and I hate, I still remember that story. It was incredible. Anyway, they had no idea what you're talking about. He brought home the wrong trophy. but They he, don't even he, know uh, where Anaheim is. They're literally lost right now. I know where Anaheim is. They don't. Do you? Actually, I remember it's that Washington, name. right? 
No, you don't, Kyle. Yeah. Don't you lie There to was me. a video game for NHL, like, 01, and I played it. <laughs> that told you where Anaheim was? It was on a GameCube, guys. No. GameCube was out in 01. It may have been. Oh, now M- you're being M- petty. Plus. <laughs> quack, quack, quack. I wanted to be known real quick that I actually I beat Kyle in an NHL <laughs> video game one time. Yeah, do you think, I'm not good. Do you think they'll ever <laughs> I'm not good implement... Either. Type of thing where it's like a playoff MVP and then just a state like the finals MVP. Or do you think it'll always just be the consummate? No, because it's about the battle. Right. It's not who was the best that week. It's about who was the best over two months. I agree. I just didn't know if you'd ever think. Because like the, they do that in the Baseball MLB right. has one. It's like, oh, playoffs MVP for somebody that, you know, went out and batted 450 for the entire playoffs, yeah. but nobody else on like the team a, helped. Like the most clutch guy in the World Series gets a different one. Or... Yeah. Well, they, they do it. Is it like ALCS? No. NLCS MVP and then World no. Series MVP. No, it's playoff MVP and World Series MVP. You get one playoff MVP for both sides and then World yep. Series. Oh, okay. okay. One one trophy for the whole league, right? Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, it makes. I mean, baseball. I guess it makes more sense to have it because, like, baseball is like it's a team sport, but driven by individual statistics. Because I mean, like, if you go out there and you you bat seven hundred with nineteen home runs, but everybody else in your team bats one ten, you're probably not going to the World Series. But you played a hell of a. So fight. you didn't name Mike Trout. Baseball's like barely a team sport. Yeah, it's, it's not. it really is. Yeah, as much the as only, I love it. In my opinion, there's only two. There's, if you look at like like the Yankees, we'll just name a team. There's, on offense, there's no there's no, there's nothing no team sport involved at all. There's just looking at your coach, your, your base running coaches, team. and then on defensively, for me, in my opinion, there's only two teams. There's second base and shortstop, and then pitcher and catcher. Everybody else is just doing their own thing. I mean, like in the outfield. Well, no, I don't think so. I don't know because what? Because what, you back up somebody, but I mean, well, like that's that's just something an individual thing. The the thing is, or like I mean, or you call you call off the catch, like oh I got it, and then the other guy stops. But I mean, that's not like that's not communication. The, I mean, I could go out there with some dickhead from Bridgeport that I don't know sit in the outfield, and I hear him say I got it, and I'm like he's got it. The difference is like it, it's not so much t- you got to have the <laughs> chemistry. I mean, again, like you said, you're you're doing it on your own, but. It's having the chemistry and like trust with the other players. That that's really all it is. You're not you're not working together, but you just got to kind of you know trust the guy next to you. I, I don't know. It's not really a team sport. <laughs> you're on a team, but uh, I just, uh, uh, two, NHL is the most team sport than football, than basketball, than baseball, in my opinion. Fact. I mean, because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how great your quarterback is if everyone's got brick hands. Like, and your Golden. offensive line's got to know what they're doing together. And then in basketball, just especially recently, how many times we've seen one person yeah. score 60 points and nobody else do anything. I mean, LeBron James has pretty much proved that basketball is not a team sport sometimes. <laughs> so but, is the conversation about LeBron James. <laughs> and then, Talking about an, an NBA lineup, I, the way I see it, from an outsider looking at it. And I don't know if that's a, a, a valuable opinion or a valuable viewpoint or whatever. But watching it, them talk about it on ESPN, because I don't watch ESPN because they don't talk about hockey. But it's ever it's not OKC's play in Houston. It's what is Russell Westbrook going to do against James Harden? Yeah. It's like street ball. It's like two kids out in the third grade. The rumors going around school, they're going to fight in the parking lot after school. Like, wh- wh- that's not a sport. If you want to watch two guys duke it out and see who's best, watch boxing. Yeah. They do the same in football. I, I yeah, drives me 60 nuts. guys on the damn team. It drives me nuts in football when they're like, oh, Aaron Rodgers is facing Tom Brady this week. And like, barely. They don't play against each other. <laughs> they're on the same, like, they're the never on the field at the same time. Yeah. 
They're going to shake hands before and after. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that, I hate that when they're like, oh, he's 3-0 and against Tom Brady. Yeah. So that means nothing. If you're a linebacker and they're like, all right, he usually hits Brady. All right, that that's more meaningful to me. They'll try to do the, the pitcher matchup thing. That's, you know, Even the, that, the like, argument's the same. I like the pitcher only because it's like, you know, they don't put them like head to head. They're not like, oh, last time he faced Chris Sale. he. It's just this guy has a two ERA. He has a two ERA. You know, speaking of going to go back at it. Really glad to see that he's still not getting any run support in Boston. <laughs> really nice to see the White Sox beat them one to nothing. <laughs> Chris Sale doing Chris Sale things. Eight innings pitched. Gives up one run. Red Sox scored nothing. Yep. Kyle, where do you think Chris Sale plays next? White Sox. Back to the Sox. Back to the Sox. If they're, if they're good, he might go back. Everybody... Uh, so, not to the White Sox. <laughs> <laughs> they're not good. They're going to lose 100 games this season. No, not, not, I'm not saying this year. Like, in three or four years down what, the line. So, it's contract up. I think in two years. Is it? Well, I'm I, not sure. I don't know. I wouldn't like to go to Houston now, so that'd be fucking oh insane. Oh, my God. See, the reason I think he could go back to Chicago is because he knows the organization. He knows, the like, the team and all that stuff. Because it hasn't, like, I mean, like, just the way it works and everything like that. He's good at cutting up jerseys. And I just think that, like... Even if the pitching rotation isn't good, like he's got run support now. Doesn't he also not like the front office there anymore? Wasn't there like a fallout right before? Well, he that left? guy, everybody had a problem with. Well, the guy that he ha- the guy he had an issue with isn't there anymore. Oh, he's not. But the the issue they had with the 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 front office is the big thing was when he he cut up the jerseys because of uh, they were fucking ugly. That's basically what he no, said. The, well, it started to I forget who. No, the but it started was. all it all started with somebody, another player. There was an issue with another player. And they didn't like the way that that was being handled, and he like did it as like a protest kind of thing. It was, it was, um, oh, shit. Who's the guy? Paul's gonna know. So he had like his kid in the locker room, Adam Laroque. Yeah. yeah, and the and the team like freaked out about it. So then I remember Chris Sale got in, and that was when he cut the sleeves. Yeah, I mean, but that was like, I don't think he, had, he didn't really have issues with the front office after that. I mean, that was just like a like he got mad and did something stupid, and everything was fine after that. There was one specific guy there. I can't remember his name. Some upper guy, though, that like everybody on the team had problems with, and they got rid of him. Because at the end of the day, you've got... It was Ken something. Yeah, you've got 20-something Major League Baseball players that have a problem with one specific guy. Yeah. It's a lot easier right. to fire him than find 25 new players. You can find 25 new players. Just, they might not be good. Well, the ones we had weren't good. <laughs> I say I could get to I can get a team of twenty five together. I don't. It's by like be, three. It's different because <laughs> then about when it's contracts up, there's gonna be different teams that are on the rise. That's true. You don't know, like the Phillies. I, they're on the rise. Yeah. I also think um, the Red Sox could potentially trade him at some point. For what though? I don't. I, they're gonna I make a push for the World Series. They're, they're they gonna are, need him. But I could see it. What I mean by that is, if someone was to get hurt, like like if like a Mookie Betts or Bogart, like, and they needed to to replace them instantly, I could see them trading sale because they have depth at pitching. No. That's not how that works. They'll trade all their prospects first. But what I mean is you could get rid of sales contract. I don't think they're going to re-sign them anyway. That's just not how baseball works. I mean, we're looking at a guy who's getting old. He probably wants to go to some warmer climate. <laughs> I like the Red the Sox hot, will the trade. The hot air in Arizona would be great for him. The Red Sox will trade all right, their All right, Kyle, one. you know. Short of the joke. Well, I was trying to explain <laughs> I know, something. I know. Go ahead. Red Sox will trade their number one prospect instead of trading Chris Sale before anything. Because one, you don't know what prospects are going to do in baseball. You already know you have a you have a front line starter who is going to give you everything every night. So why would you trade him over a fucking? Because like, you can get a 
return on sale. Yes, but you're not going to do that unless you're going to rebuild. You don't have to, though. That's just how baseball But, works. I mean, like, they, don't, they wouldn't have to. They have the depth at starting pitching to where they can move sale and, you know, they need relievers. They yeah, can, they're not going to trade him for a bunch of relievers. On a but what I'm saying is, is they could move him to get pieces if they needed to. I'm not saying they're definitely going to. I could see it happening. As long as the Red Sox are fighting for a World Series, they're not trading him. Shout out to Rafael Nadal for winning his 11th French Open. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to break. Um, Riddler's rankings when we come back. Uh, Kendall's coming up with a topic. Yep. Or has the topic or whatever. I have the topic. Um, so we'll, we'll reveal that when we come back. Um, and then Souls has got some segment. What is it called? Souls' wacky sweaty scenarios. Souls' wacky sweaty scenarios. Trade scenarios. Trade scenarios. Okay. Only MLB? No, uh, basketball and baseball. No NHL? It's too so Shane's literally sitting right here. The well, he plethora. Can, I don't, you guys can do or, the Sorry, as Rebecca likes to the plethora. You guys can do the hockey ones. All right. I can come up with some, but they might not be accurate. We could just throw I'll call your bullshit. Zidane <laughs> Chara for Ovechkin and two picks. Bingo. But we'll be back, um, and we'll talk more bullshit. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by assholes. Still here. Specifically, Mokshin Washable. No. That's your name, Mokshin Washable. Once you refer to yourself as it's over. Terrible. All right, uh, so we're back. We're still joined by Obi Shuffle. How you doing? And uh, Kendall, I believe you had something for Riddler's ranking. For Riddler's rankings today, Mark, what are you looking at? I'm trying to adjust the mic because my mic stands right on Shane's face. Oh. Well, I can lift the... It is now. I, I, I the, saw him perfectly before. I'll lift the camera up a little bit. There or, or, that might be better. Or have it's some posture, O'Brien. Ooh, shout out Pat Donovan tuned in on Facebook Live. Hopefully get him in studio next week. He still got a pulse. Yeah, he's still around. <laughs> hey, Pat. Selling infinities. Can't afford one. Sorry, bud. <laughs> he posted a picture, and it was to lease. I forget what. Oh, seven hundred dollar a month Land Rover. Cool, bud. Forty five hundred dollars down. Yeah, that would be three of my car. Ooh, Ryan Timothy. Hello, hello. Hey, man. Last time he was on, he made fun of Kyle pretty good. We're hoping for that same result again. <laughs> <laughs> Just add to everybody else. <laughs> that short, short man. Depressed souls. <laughs> oh, sad souls. New nickname. So fix this guy right here. Uh, but for Riddler's rankings, uh, I wanted to do uh, best top five goalies uh, since you've been watching hockey. Oh, I thought it was just like now. <clears throat> or now. Now. <laughs> it became now. It became <laughs> now. And while I do it, Shane, you, you can do since you've been watching if you want. You can think about those. Wait, are we talking top five goalies? Currently active or top five since you that you've seen since you've seen. top five since since you've been watching hockey so since you know ninety three damn I did I did the five like I did five like right now all right well I mean I might do now plus also the two thousands so what I do now is I mean it's a little little bit because of you know Stanley Cup but I, I have Holpe at one um, get out of here I just I just do um I just. I feel like he's been rock solid for a while now, and he's been a real big part of the Capitals, not just winning the Stanley Cup, but staying in contention for all this time. I don't really blame him for all their, their exits early in the playoffs. Um, number two, I had uh, Vasilevsky. Um, he's just 
He's always been rock solid for Tampa. He's bailed he's bailed him out in games where they weren't really able to put up offensive numbers. I saw him play in Hartford when he was in the minors. Oh, did he? That's pretty cool. Great goalie. Absolutely right. I'm with you on that one. Uh, number three, I had because I'm not ranking it just based off this this season. I put Lundqvist at number three. I mean, the guy's got 30 wins in 11 out of his 12 seasons. I think it's 11 out of 12, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, he's just consistently good all the time. Um, I only had Veseleski and Holpe up just for kind of like more like team team being better. Kind of makes the goalie look better too. I mean, if your defense is really good and they only get you know 21 shots on goal. That makes you look better. Exactly. Um, uh, number four, I put uh, Bobrovsky. I don't know if I'm saying that. Is that right? Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky. He's the worst cop in the force. Gabagool. Gabagool. <laughs> I love the Gabagool. 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 Um, I just I think Columbus has like when 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 they're not playing well, I really don't think it's him. I just, it's just a lot of other issues. But I mean, they've they've been playing well a lot recently. Um, would you be surprised if? Col- Columbus made it to the Stanley Cup in the next three years. Do you, do you think they have the ability to get there soon? No. Yeah. But I didn't think Vegas did either, and here we are. So yeah. <laughs> that's why it's the best sport on earth. And then, uh, and then, Hellebuck at number five. All right, Hellebuck definitely was strong. Yeah, I mean, a lot of that is based off how he kind of played this <laughs> last season, but he's kind of been progressively getting better, at least from what I've been uh, watching. When every time I see a Jets game, my my problem with your Holpe pick is the only problem I have. Really, uh, and he should be in the list for sure. But uh, up until two games into the playoffs, he wasn't even starting. Philip Grubauer was starting, so you he went from a backup and just happened to have a hot two months because they went seven games in the first round with Columbus. But that being said, Holby's a good goalie. One of my buddies always says that he's good for a stinker. Every every game, he gives up at least one weak goal. But I thought it was great. Uh, that's I have Crawford and my honorable mentions for that exact reason. <laughs> he's a great goalie, but he's he's just good for one real bad stretch. Yep. It's not a bad game. It's a bad stretch. It doesn't matter if it's regular season or postseason. He's good for four starts in a row where he's going to give up five goals, three of them that shouldn't be going in. Yep. And he, so it's the inconsistency is what's kept him out of the top five. I mean, winning-wise, uh, remarkable saves, uh, championship success, all right there, but... If you could just string together the consistency, even if it was just for a season, he'd I think he'd crack the top five for me. Um, and I also have a Pecorine. He's just I think he, I personally think he's slowing down a little bit with age. Um, I think he's I think he's starting to let in a little bit more stinkers, as you so nicely put it. And then Good I had Mike term. I had Mike Smith as an honorable mention as well. Where's Mark Andre Fleury? Um, shout I, out Shane's mom, Renee, tuned in. I was like, what? Hi, mom. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I get I honestly didn't even put him on the list um he'd be an honorable mention um i just feel like like mark andre fleury kind of like the same thing like which was just kind of said about holpy i mean like he wasn't he, he kind of played like that backup role for the penguins last year right in the stanley cup playoffs because he wasn't the winning yeah he uh he got put behind uh matt murray yeah. and when he, they opened him up for the for the draft because they figured a 23 year old guy with two stanley cups is a lot better for their future than mark andre fleury which i'm with that call 100 percent yeah. But look who was in the finals and who wasn't. Um, for me, I just left. I left Flurry off the list because I feel like he's one of those players that he's kind of got like the 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 cancerish bug about him when he's not playing well. I feel like the team doesn't play well, and I feel like that kind of happened in the in the finals. Like he he had a couple you know games where he didn't really go out there and play his best in the net, and it kind of resulted in everybody else not playing that great. Um, 
whereas like like with Crawford, I mean like when Crawford doesn't play well, I mean this past season was just a complete shit show all around the puck. But when he's not playing well, like the defense still plays well or the offense yeah. still creates really good scoring opportunities. Absolutely. And so like that. Whereas like I feel like when Flurry doesn't play well, the whole team doesn't play well. So I feel like when he's you know, it's kinda up to him. He sets the standard for the the team. And I feel like it's it was that way with the Penguins too. Dave Sanderson says hello. Uh, Ryan Timothy on Facebook is saying that Tuka Rask needs to play better. Yeah, he doesn't. Tuka even... Rask needs to go back to Finland. <laughs> Tuka Rask stay there. Doesn't doesn't even make my honorable mentions. I'm sorry. If you ever want to have a good laugh, look up on YouTube. Uh, Tuka Rask, a uh, press person, like a journalist, touches his iPod in the middle of an interview, and it, he goes nuts on the guy. It's awesome. <laughs> also, watch him throw a milk crate back when he played in the minors in Providence. <laughs> Throw a milk crate. He threw a milk crate on the ice. It was awesome. Where did he find one? I've <laughs> been there. talking about that though, like like fans, like you know, like how why hockey fans are so much better than other fans. I mean, like look, like what was it like three years ago? Some fans smuggled a catfish in and threw it in, on the ice during the National Predators game. Oh, they do and, it all the time. But now it's a thing. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like the first time it happened, like a guy just happened to get one in the stadium. And threw it on the ice. Sea creatures end up on the ice. And now, but now it's a thing. Yeah. Like Nashville is like instead of just banning that guy for life, Nashville is like that's cool. That's a thing now. Now we're gonna bring the Tennessee Titans offensive line in, and they're gonna drink beers off a of catfish. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's like it's a thing. They did that in Detroit. Detroit had a thing with the octopus, and people fans would throw an octopus on the ice, and then when they played their last game at Joe Louis Arena, thirty-five octopuses. It's octopuses, not octopi. End up. Those octopuses. That's a movie. Now end up on the ice. I just imagine being the guy like running security and be like, "Why? Like, oh, I'm gonna throw this on the ice. Just wait for it." But but, but (laughs) it's like everything has potential. I mean, all you have to do is have a guy score a hat trick, and everybody throws their hats because it's a hat trick. But it's just like you don't get that in any other sport. I mean, like I understand like the it's the the irony of it. Like it's a hat trick, you're throwing the hats on the ice. But like, I mean, like. In the MLB, if someone throws a no hitter, it's not like people start throwing things on the field. Like, yeah, I guess you could. No, you you'd get kicked out of the you'd stadium. Get kicked. I'm just saying you could. We also don't have streakers because naked people can't skate. It's also a lot harder to climb the boards over and into the ice <laughs> than it is with, your, with your dangle out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd be a long, that hard fall. In the fucking ro- <laughs> <laughs> oh, just sitting there hanging. <laughs> uh, it's just I don't know. It's like you see, like the, you see, like the little kids that come up to the game up before the while well, they're doing their skate arounds, and they come up and they're up the glass, and the players are talking to them, and they have that. There's a little holes. They stick the pucks or sticks through and shit. My favorite is when the kids are doing that, but their dad is a glass banger. Like he, the guy has an impulse to every time there's a play near him, just bang on the glass, <laughs> knock your kid over, bang on the glass, spill your beer, bang on the glass. They can't help it. You don't have that in any other sport. You got Kevin Hart there instead. <laughs> Could be is a that... net banger in the outfield, <laughs> in the uh, the down the third base. Shake it, mm-hmm. bang on the back of Drake's head. <laughs> <laughs> Close as they got, <laughs> or Kevin Hart, <laughs> or Portnoy, <laughs> or any douchebag that's at that Lakers game. Yeah, Jack Nicholson, Juju, any of them. <laughs> They're all there. Just like there's always one asshole at a, at a Lakers <laughs> game. Oh, we had one at a uh, the Philly the uh, Sixers game we went to. Michael Bennett. Michael Bennett was there. Fuck that guy. Called him out on Instagram. He never answered me. Of course he did. He sat there the whole game looking at his phone. Didn't watch a minute. I can't wait for like one of these Twitter beefs to like come through and like the guy just comes up and punches Mike in the face. Trying. And I'm just gonna be like, I-, I don't know if I should stand up for you or not when it happens because it's like you're asking for it at this point. You're just Here's like, fight me. 
if Michael Bennett showed up and hit me, I wouldn't really expect any of you guys to back me up because he's pretty. He's a big guy. <laughs> you guys aren't going to press charges, no sir. Like, <laughs> Fair enough. You win this round, Michael Bennett. We'll can kiss you, you next could, time. Could you sign his brew so we can post it on our show? <laughs> I'm trying to get Kevin Nash. Every once in a while, I just tweet at him that he sucks. You got to tweet at somebody like that's that. going to actually respond to it. Somebody that really does suck. Kevin Nash. No, because you got no, you got like someone that actually really sucks real bad. Like you got to be like, oh, you fucking sucked him, Tebow. No, 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 no. Don't start this debate. Although, at the tasting yesterday for Bad Fisherman, we found another Tebow enthusiast. <laughs> Who? He wasn't uh, that big about I don't know what his name was. <laughs> Jesus. We, Mock brought it up. He just kind of agreed with him. It was God. Rebecca no, Lobo. No, no, no. He said he loved Tebow. Um, I don't know what his name We were talking oh, for like a half guy. an hour. Never caught his name. He yeah. said it. Forgot it. Oh, he did? Yeah. Guy's sports he, fandom was all over. He, looks, guy, he, though, new he, he looks like a Shane. There's only one. <laughs> a <laughs> normal Shane or a Shane with a Y? Normal. Normal. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't like those. With guys. an I. Scums. <laughs> My brother's like, name is Shane. How spelled? With a Y. For real? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm down with that. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Ask him to spell his name at Starbucks. <laughs> oh, my gosh, the best. I give random names at Starbucks and, so, and places like that and then forget. Sir <laughs> Jerome the, here. <laughs> we did it like, like like two weeks ago. I went to a Panera and I told them my name was Boris and they were calling Boris for like twenty minutes. And I'm just sitting there and I'm like, oh shit, that's me. <laughs> Sorry, I'll have Boris. my soup now. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, are you. Is everything okay? We've been calling you for twenty. Oh yeah, I forgot my name. Sorry, there's not enough turmeric in my tea. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so souls, you have a segment. Souls is wacky, sweaty assumptions or uh, whatever trade scenarios. Yeah. Too many, too, too many syllables in your titles. Riddler's rankings. Short and sweet. Yeah, I didn't have anything. Souls' wacky, sweaty, trade assumptions, <laughs> magical emporium. See? It worked. Wacky, weaving, inflatable arm, flailing tube men. <laughs> yeah, so I got a few traits to <laughs> ask you guys about. Shane, welcome to talk about it with us. What do I get for that? Okay. I'll, I'll, give, you, I'll give you ten, because it's on the air. Sure. All right. So, uh... You're getting a lot more loose with your rankings. You know, you gotta live a little. You know, Kyle's over here trying to talk, Kendall. Hey, it's okay. We had, we, we Let him had, interrupt me. Okay. There was a burp that... The burp was over what he was saying. We had to address it. Kyle, continue. Okay. So the first one I have... The Minnesota Timberwolves trading Andrew Wiggins to the Cleveland Cavaliers for Kevin Love. The old reverse. Wait, so what? Wiggins for Love? Yeah. Straight up? Yep. Wiggins isn't happy in Minnesota... Disagree. Okay. I'm just... I'm just no, I understand. Do you Wiggins, disagree with the trade or with what he just said? The trade. Okay. Trade. No, 100% agree with that. Wiggins does not want to be in Minnesota okay. anymore. Wiggins wants to be the number one, and he will be the number one on no team in the NBA. If if Cleveland dismantles it, LeBron leaves, they want to trade Love, Wiggins but, could be the number one. But that's what Wiggins doesn't understand. Wiggins... But he can't be the number one on any team. He can't be. He just can't be. Because... And the reason I say that is because I don't... If that trade happened, sure, because then he'll be the number one because there's nobody else. But even then, I don't think... It, I think someone else will outshine him. I think like it'll be like a Kyle Kuzma kind of thing. Like, it, I don't think he can be the number one on any team. I mean, like, assuming Kevin Love stays in Cleveland, right, or LeBron stays, one of the two. I think one of them is gone. I don't know which one, probably both, but... I mean, he. I don't think he can be better than D'Angelo Russell. I don't think he, I don't think he could be better if, if Devin Booker's healthy. I don't think he's better. I think that would be a great addition for Phoenix because I think that both of them 
are the types of players that have the ability to be all-stars that thrive off of another all-star. Like, that could work. But they're n- neither of them, especially Andrew Wiggins, he's not a player that can go to a team and take over a team. You can't build around Andrew Wiggins. He's not physically imposing enough. He doesn't shoot well enough. He doesn't drive well enough. The only thing that he has is he's an athletic freak in nature, and he can dunk the ball probably better than anybody on the Timberwolves. But that didn't work out so well for Zach Levine. I mean, I personally don't think, I don't think the trade happens because I don't think the Timberwolves want or need Kevin Love. I don't think I, I think, think Kevin Love would be a great addition for that team with Butler and Towns. Love would be better there because he's a stretch four and he doesn't have to play the five. But I don't think they need a stretch four. Is the thing? I think what they need to do is I think they need to get rid of Wiggins and they need they need to get a shooter. They need to get like an Eric Gordon. I think that's what they need to get, someone like that, someone that's just going to be a lights out shooter because Butler has an insane mid range and step back ability, and they still ha- and Towns can shoot the mid range and stretch the floor enough as a five. Because he's very quick and athletic, so he's a lot more at, you know versatile than most of the fives in the league. And you still have Taj Gibson. And even though he's aging, he is an amazing option at the four for that team. He can't shoot really that well, but he's just very physical. He's an aggressive rebounder. Still a good shot blocker. I think, he's the, I think what they need to do is they need to address the backcourt, not the frontcourt. Okay. Take that, Kyle. But I do agree with you that Wiggins <laughs> is gone. I do think Wiggins gets shopped. I just I think Wiggins gets shopped for a draft pick. I don't think he gets shopped for a player. The next one is also another Minnesota Timberwolves. Carl Anthony Towns traded a Phoenix for the number one pick in a draft. I disagree as well, only because I think he's worth more than the number one pick. Yeah, I think Phoenix would have to give up the number one pick and next year's first round pick. Yeah, I'm, I'm just I was just kind of like doing this year. Like I'm sure there's gonna be more to it, but I just feel Anthony. No one's really happy in Minnesota right now. I could, I just don't think people are happy because of they because they. I mean, I don't want to say they got, they didn't get spanked in the first round. They did. They put up a fight, but they, they just they never would have been the eighth seed if Butler never got hurt. That's that's exactly what it is. No one's happy because of how they finished out the season, but they're not looking at it as Butler got hurt, and regardless of the talent that was still on the floor, you're losing x amount of points a game, and it's like I know it doesn't always result to that on paper, but. At the end of the day, if someone's averaging 23 points a game, you're losing 23 points a game. Yeah. You know? My so. biggest opinion, Minnesota made a big mistake in getting rid of Rubio for Teague. Rubio would have been a way better option for that team than Jeff Teague. I would agree with you if they didn't get Derrick Rose. I think Derrick Rose played well, really well. Yeah, and I'm talking about for, throughout the rest throughout the right. season. Right, but I, I, think, I think the mindset in Minnesota would be a lot different if Butler didn't get hurt. I still don't think they would have really made that much of a splash in the playoffs, but... Because they're just not ready. They're, st- they're still very young, and like nobody on that team really has any playoff experience. I mean, even Butler, who's been around for a little while, when the Bulls were making the playoffs, he wasn't starting. So I just think that I think the mindset would have been different if they had finished in the sixth seed or seventh seed, or I mean, uh, fifth seed. The last Wolves. I think won. it'll calm down after the draft. The last Wolves won. Wiggins in a first rounder to Toronto for Demar Derozan. Yeah, could see that. Raptors want to blow it up, bring in a young Canadian to Toronto. Makes a lot of sense both ways. I could see that because, I mean, the, the Wolves draft pick has the steal potential because it's not that high, but it's, it's like not. It's 18, I think. Right. It's not close enough for, like, the sure thing guy. I mean, no, nothing's a sure it's thing. It's pretty but much yeah. going to be a bench player. It's not close enough for the sure thing, but it's it's a good, it's someone that's going to start the bench, but it has very much potential to be a starter by game 14, 15, you know, like, like. Kuzma, not to go back to that and beat a dead horse, but 
like the Kuzma kind of thing. Um, I could see that happening. Um, my only issue with it is I don't think it would really help. I think it would help Minnesota in the regular season, but it wouldn't help them in the postseason because really all you're doing is you're just adding a less physical version of Jimmy Butler. Um, he, he DeRozan's a much better scorer and a much better mid-range shooter, not as good defensively and not as physical of a driver, but I, I think they need to stretch the floor. I honestly think that they should – I think it would be better for them if they just traded Wiggins for Lowry. I think yeah. Lowry would be a very good fit for the, the Timberwolves team. He's not a good fit for Toronto because Lowry can't be – he's not suppo- He's not built to be the second option. Lowry is supposed to be like like, like Chris Paul what he is now. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul what he, Chris Paul's a guy that just goes up and he takes a shot when it's available and he plays good defense, and that's what Lowry needs to be. Lowry needs to go out there and he needs to be, you know, the dime-dishing, you know, steel point guard that he is and take a shot when it's open. But in Toronto, he's forced to be the second option, and when he's forced to shoot is when he starts putting bricks up. I agree. Um, I w- wish Jeff was here for this one, but Hornets trade Kemba Walker to the Knicks for the number nine pick and Frank, that guy. I don't remember, I don't know how to say his last name. Frank French? Yeah. Um, Maybe another player in there, but just like the big bulk of it would be the nine pick and Frank. I think the Knicks are willing to do anything. And I don't think it's it's a bad decision for him well, <laughs> either way. My, the reason why like, I'm thinking about it because Kemba plays so good at Madison Square Garden. I could see Kemba going to New York, but not on that trade. Can I give you a counter trade? Mm-hmm. Kemba and two second round picks for the first pick and or sorry, no Kemba, the second round pick this year and the first round pick next year for the Knicks' first round pick this year and Ennis Cantor. Is that the guy whose dad got arrested? Yep. Yeah. Him and Bailey I think Cantor has I think Cantor has a lot of potential in the NBA. Mm-hmm. I just don't think he has it with the Knicks. They just the Hornets have so many bad contracts. They do. It's just it's gonna be hard to get rid of all of them. Like Batum making like twenty million a year for him lackluster performance. I could I could see Kemba going to New York. I could but I don't think they I don't think they're gonna want to dish Frank. I don't think they're ready to give up on him yet. And then this is the last He season. had the funniest moment in the in the twenty eighteen NBA season. Remember the time was clicking down. The Knicks were actually they were. It was the the one of four times they were winning a game, and <laughs> early it was early. No, no, it was the end of the game. The clock was ticking down, and it got to one second. And Frank passed the ball to um, Hardaway because he didn't want to get the turnover when the shot clock ended with like point <laughs> six left on the clock. So he passed it to, to Hardaway so he didn't get the turnover. And afterwards, they're like, "Why'd you pass?" He goes, "I didn't want the turnover." <laughs> That's my kind of basketball. Pass first. This is the last all one. I, this one probably won't happen. This is something I thought about. Wizards trading John Wall to San Antonio for first round for DeJounte Murray, first round pick, Kyle Anderson, and a second round pick. Because my reasoning is Washington played so much better without John Wall. And I think, you know, as they saw the season go, they can see Bradley Beal being the face of that team. Because they were winning more games. Because as soon as John Wall came back, they started losing again. And I think Murray would be able to be a good defender with Bradley Beal. I think that trade could happen, but it's that trade won't happen until we find out where LeBron goes. Because no, yeah. I think San Antonio is going to make a lot bigger of a push for LeBron than people think. Because I think that San Antonio is going to shop Kawhi. Cause oh, I, yeah. Cause I, I, I don't think it's going to happen. It's just one of those trades where I, that could be a very good trade for both teams. 
So uh, I'm trying to interrupt real Go quick. Ahead. So there's not a scenario you guys think that Kawhi and LeBron are playing together? Not in San Antonio. No. No. I I'm sorry. No, go, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. I just I, ESPN. I can't remember who was talking about. It, so like, it, oh, this is gonna be like. A, it wouldn't happen. It couldn't happen in San Antonio. No, because Kawhi can't. Kawhi can't play the two. He's too. He's too big and he's too good of a defender. He's, LeBron could play the four. But they have Lamarcus Aldridge. He play the five. They have Pau Gasol. He came off the bench towards the end of last year. But I don't think they're gonna. They wouldn't. I, don't I think, think his contract's up. But I don't think. I, I still just don't think they would want Aldridge playing the five regularly. He's, he's not built to be a five regularly. He's good. He's good for fill-ins when you're doing like a, a big, like a big man lineup, or if you're, you know, whatever. But he, he's not. He's not a five. Kyrie would be sick there. When San Antonio, Kyrie's staying with Boston. <clears throat> Boston, Boston's gonna. If they're gonna shop people, they're gonna shop people that Scary are expendable. Terry, Terry Rozier, Marcus Smart. They're not gonna. I think that they're really excited to see. What, if I, if I'm the Celtics, I don't get rid of anybody. If I'm the Celtics, I keep my team the way it is, and I see what my team can do with, with Hayward and um, Irving. And then if by game 20, if they're not, you know, honestly, if they're not 16-4, and four, maybe start looking at getting rid of Marcus Smart or something. But Marcus Smart is so good defensively, and he's such a nuisance. And that's what the NBA needs. That's what teams who have that player, that annoying, gritty player, those are the players that have a lot of success because they – the NBA now is – Marcus Smart is brilliant at being able to defend you physically without drawing the foul, yeah. and so many NBA players are just looking for the foul for you breathing on them, that when they don't get the calls, they get frustrated and they start taking ill-advised shots, they make bad passes, they telegraph every dribble they're going to do, and then that's when you sh- that's how you shut them down. That's how you shut down a LeBron James or a Steph Curry now. You don't shut them down by blocking their shots and getting steals. You shut them down by frustrating them by fouling them without getting the call. And Marcus Smart is arguably the best in the league at that. Now I'm going to flip the script to baseball now. Uh, and Paul's out of the discussion. <laughs> Tag out, Paul. Shane? Shane, wake up. <laughs> the first one I have is Yankees trade Clinton Frazier, Sheffield, and Miguel Andujar to the match for Jacob DeGrom. Who cares? There's no salary cap. There is, but there isn't. There's not. There's <laughs> so, a salary cap that you're allowed to violate and with no no problems. <laughs> well, you All just right, pay more money. Cap, it's $550,000 or $550 million. All right, well, we're going to spend $675 million. All right, just give us like $20,000. doesn't matter. Just have your old captain go and run a team and trade you their best player. Oh, don't even start with that. Um, <laughs> I, I like the idea of the Yankees trading for DeGrom. I know you're going with this. Um, for me... I don't think they should give up Andujar. You have to. But you but, have to. But listen, you don't. The Yankees Mets, the as, Mets are the Yankee MLB's fans. Browns. We can fleece them. Yankees we can do it. Little fantasy world <laughs> the, where they don't want to. They, they don't think they have to give up anything for a top tier player. You have to. For a guy like him, a, a sureline number one starter, you have to give up that much. Has Degrom already had Tommy John? No. Oh, okay. All right. Then there goes that argument. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like to me. For some reason, I don't know why the Mets want to trade them. They have to. They're, they don't have to. They do. They got to re. They got to rebuild but, that team. But it does not they work. don't. They don't. I don't think the realistically. I don't think the Mets are far off. They are. Because, I think they've made a couple of weird signings with like Adrian Gonzalez and even Bautista. Like Bautista has been playing well for the Mets, but they're they're signing these old guys. But um, I I, I would prefer the Yankees not to trade in Duhar. If they if he has to be the guy to get traded to get Degrom, then do it. But Andujar's been playing very well. I think he'd be great going forward as the third baseman. Um, 
For me, I'd rather I'd rather trade Drake Bird. Okay, but the Mets don't need another first baseman. Their they top, need one. Their top prospects are first basemen. Then why is Gonzalez playing? Just so they're we, not ready yet. Because we signed him for <laughs> X amount of money. But that's what I mean. Like the, the Mets have committed to their plan of the home run hitting. But also, I think Greg that, Bird can do that. Yeah. But I think the Degrom thing is also just a distraction right now. And it's a, it's a distraction for the Mets more than anybody. You know, I, I don't necessarily think that's gonna it's gonna happen. I don't think it'll be traded I, because I think they trade him. I saw I saw let's go back to the NBA, but I saw a trade rumor the other day that in my head it didn't make any sense in terms of like the return for either team. Like on paper the trade not looking good, but I th- it could work out for both teams. It was the Bulls trading their first round pick, Denzel Valentine and Robin Lopez to the Celtics for um, Hayward and next year's first round pick because it'll probably be a bad pick anyway. It's one of those things where it's like if they were to get rid of Denzel, I could see it because right now he's the starting three, and I could see Hayward being really good for the Bulls, and then Denzel provides scoring option off the bench, and the Celtics need they need a big man that can allow Horford to play the four. Horford can't keep playing the five. What do you think about that? Do you think it would help both teams? Um, I don't think there would be a way to get it to get it to work for the return. Just because, like, I feel like Hayward. I don't think the Boston's ready to give up on Hayward just yet. No, I'm, I'm not saying that they are. I'm just saying, like, no, I know, I know. But I mean, any any player is shoppable. That's the thing. Yeah, you entice someone with a good enough offer. We'll give you the next 17 first round picks for LeBron. Here you go. Like the Brooklyn Boston trade that really made Brooklyn suck for the last ten years, and it's going to continue <laughs> yeah. to make them suck for the next two years. <laughs> that drives me nuts in sports when they're like, "This guy is untouchable." I'm like, nobody's untouchable. To a you, point, they are. No, they're not though, because anybody can be traded if you give up enough. If any team in the league said, if the Browns called the Patriots and said, "We'll give you our next first round pick for the next fifteen years for Tom Brady," they would do it, because you're probably going to have a top five pick. Well, that's a different year. scenario. Because that, that's a different scenario. I feel, but uh, just because Tom Brady's older. But if even so, say, what I mean is, every and no player is untouchable. There's always a package that can be made to get anybody. So I, I hate when teams say that. There's guys that yeah, you're gonna have to give us more probably than what he's worth or whatever to get him. But nobody is untouchable. There's not one professional athlete that is untradeable. Wayne unless, Gretzky, got unless traded. they have a no trade clause, <laughs> then they're Carmelo. <laughs> that they're definitely untouchable. But, uh, you know, like, Wayne, Wayne Gretzky, Gretzky got, got traded because he was marrying a girl from L.A. <laughs> That's why Wayne Gretzky got traded. <laughs> you marry an actress, you don't live in Edmonton. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, why don't we just move up north? Let's go. It's, it's okay. There's only 18 feet of snow in the winter. It's not that bad. Yeah. And in the summer, there's 16 feet. <laughs> and there's a Tim Hortons up there. <laughs> there's a quite a few Tim Hortons <laughs> up there. All right, Kyle, what else you got? I got a... Uh, Philly trading Roman Quinn, NL De Los Santos, and Jake Thompson to the Rangers for Cole Hamels. Uh, who? Who's that? Um, Hamels. I mean, I could kind of see that. Just <laughs> now, <laughs> I could see the Phillies trading back for Cole. I don't know who the players are that you listed. There, there are three players that one has a one year rate and like ten starts. He, I think he would be the big piece. Roman Quinn's been that. But then, why would they trade him for Cole Hamels? The Phil- Cole Hamels had to do it like four or five years left. But why and the guy's you... not a top, like, seven prospect. 
But you can uh, give him listen, up. Listen, it doesn't we matter. Got him for Freddie Galvis. But listen, but listen, it doesn't matter to me where a prospect ranks on the list. If he's, we're, we're almost halfway through the season, and he has a one ERA. Well, it, like, I don't me, care where he ranks on the list. To me, it's you're giving up a guy who hasn't pitched in the majors yet, who could easily suck. For a guy, for a that, guy you, that can give you four years, maybe. For a guy that you know that's going to give you production. You don't know. They already traded Cole Hamels once because he not, wasn't pitching that well. That's not what the case was. You're dumb if you think that. He threw no hitter before they traded him. Kyle, that's one game. Okay, he had like a three-year rate before they traded him. Like a low That's three. average. A low three? Not in today's game, bro. That's But that's an average ERA for – you're talking about – are you calling like a number one starter? That's an average ERA. Okay, so Bumgarner having a three point four eight ERA in his career is average. And you th- and you think he's a f- and you think he's a top line starter, right? Yeah. Okay. So what were we going with this? But th- that's over an entire career. I mean, Hamels wasn't pitching that great when oh. they traded him. Yes, he was. He was just on a really bad team. I don't know. I don't see why you would trade a young guy with a one ERA because for a guy that's going to give you just a couple years a, we left. Have, we have a bunch of guys that are number three, four, five starters. We need a number. Well, let me ask you something. So you're saying that the Phillies are a team that's on the rise, which I can get behind that. Would bringing Cole Hamels back really be an aid to yeah. a team on the rise? One, not even, not for just him, but for the kids around him. Like they can, he can, they can learn from him. Like a Vince Velasquez and Aaron Oakland Moore. I can give you Arnola. I won't give you Vince Velasquez. <laughs> I'm not saying he's good. I'm saying he can learn. Like people, young pitchers need that guidance. That's why bringing I, I, in Jake Arrieta was kind of big. Sure. We'll have a he gives them hey, guidance. Man, how are you? Good, how are you? I can I can agree with that. So let's but... uh, do an undertone hockey trade here. We'll do <laughs> okay, cool. Because this conversation is going nowhere, and I've I've gathered that. Okay, floor cool. is yours. All right, so I got I got one NHL trade proposal for you. Okay, so. Predators are going to be seeking some cap room moving forward. Okay. they got a lot of big contracts. They do. What would you say if for the second time in three years, if we saw P.K. Subban traded for Eric Carlson? Get out of my office. Wait, Kendall, who was that? No shot? No. Okay. I'm just saying. P.K. I'm going off Subban. Rumors, like, not trade rumors, but scenarios I saw. That the last, Shout out the last team that traded P.K. Subban paid for it heavily. Is Montreal? Yeah, I know. I know who he played for before. Okay, well, for I'm friends who, with Larry for, the, Souls. for those who don't. Kyle's brother's a big PK Subban fan. Loves PK Subban. If you have PK Subban, uh, a generational talent of a defenseman, uh, a well liked fan favorite, a personality guy, the kind of guy who can are be, you bl- be are in you, the booth for the Stanley Cup Finals. Are you are you blaming? You don't get rid of Montreal's that. like a lot of Montreal or part of Montreal's loss on Shea Weber. No, I'm blaming a lot of their loss on not having PK Subban. Okay, that's right. Well, I was just—I mean, like I said, I was just going off some speculation stuff I saw about you know they're looking to free up some cap space in the future. Carlson would be pretty much like a one-year rental, still you know a top-tier defenseman. So, but I mean, I understand what you're saying. Like PK Subban is—he's a lot more than a defenseman because he can score. He's all over the ice. I mean, anytime yeah. you watch a Predators game, he's pretty much behind the the offensive side of the net at least three or four times a game, and he's you know. Pretty much no defenseman has any business being down that far. If but, I was a GM, I would not be trading him for anything. For me, he would be untouchable. He should have been untouchable in Montreal, and he wasn't. Look what happened to them. 
No, that's fair. That's, that's just fair. that's just me. I love the guy. I Do you think, think Carlson leaves? He's been trade speculations for for a long time. Uh, there have been. I know he took the last puck out of the off the ice for the last game. Like, hey, this might be my last game in Ottawa. Um, I mean, we'll see. Uh, Ottawa thought they were going to be a lot better than they were this year. They yeah. made, they made the playoffs. Everyone was like, Ottawa has a shot at at least getting into the postseason. I don't know. Uh. I'd like to see him stay. Frankly, I know the fans would. Yeah. And I think it, as a as a sport as a sport, yeah, you want to you want to win, you want to do this, you want to do that, you want to make the right moves. But if your fan base wants a player to stay, you got to think about all right. These are the people who are. These are the asses in the seats. These are the people making yeah. me money. You keep that guy. People come to see him. Yeah, you keep that guy. Even if they're losing, they come to see him. Exactly, you keep that guy. Trading that guy is the dumbest thing you could possibly do. I know. I'm really sad or see not see Marion Hosa on the ice anymore. Hmm. Like not even as a Blackhawks fan, as a hockey fan. That guy has the best slash worst pass to the Stanley Cup of any player I've seen. Went to, started in, in Pittsburgh, lost to Detroit in, in 08, got traded to Pittsburgh, rematch of the Stanley Cup Finals, or traded to Detroit. This time, Pittsburgh beat Detroit, so he lost twice. Then went to Chicago and won it third year. And won it, yeah. That was... Third. that. Then, then won three times. I'm going right? to be honest with you, man. Yeah. I laughed so hard. <laughs> when he lost again, I was cackling at my television. Well, it was like the, what's his face there? That backup player who played for the the Bills in the 90s for four, four straight years, started his career, played four years for the Bills, went to all four Super Bowls with the Bills, lost all four, signed a one-year deal with the Chargers, then lost the Super Bowl to the, with the Chargers, lost five <laughs> consecutive Super Bowls. Yeah. Getting blown out like three to five. <laughs> That's horrible. Getting fucked over in one of them. Yeah. By the kicker. Just think about how hard you would have laughed, wasn't it? If Kevin Durant went to Golden State and then OKC won, that's the equivalent of how hard I laughed. That would have been really funny. It was the funniest thing ever happened. And then he won again, so all was forgiven. Like when LeBron left for the Heat, if Cleveland somehow won, that would have been hilarious. I think was bad after he. They were bad, but it still (laughs) still would have been funny. Didn't have Kyrie yet. Who was the best player on that team after he left? Me. Zalskis. Yeah, it was me. And then and then and then LeBron shopped him. (laughs) <laughs> to come to Miami. <laughs> but then they got Kyrie. And then they were still bad until LeBron went back. And here we are talking about LeBron again. It all comes ESPN. full circle. ESPN. It's like a not shitty a way for Hosea to go out. Like, I wish, like, like, not being able to play the whole season due to the skin injury thing, the, the uniforms and all that. And then, you know, like, I mean, I understand, like, you know, your health matters. But it just kind of sucks that, like, you know, like, it wasn't like, like, he didn't even get to play a game in his last season, you know? Like, it's not like it was something that happened, then he got a serious injury the last month of the season and just decided, you know what, this is pretty serious, let's call it quits. Like, it was just like, you know, it was one of those... It was Unfortunate one of those, timing. It was one of those twilight yeah. moments where it was like he didn't realize his last game was his last game kind of thing, you know? That's the worst. You want that guy to walk in there, kind of... Or, like, when they re-sign a guy for a day just so he can retire with the team he's yeah. with, or... You know, loyalty. Like, they don't have a basketball. Well, you see that in a lot of sports. I don't know about basketball, but you see the one-day thing in a lot of sports. Yeah, it's more do. it's more prevalent in football and hockey, though. Definitely. Football does it football more does than it. I, I think that I've cool. seen. I mean, football, the Bears just did it this last this offseason with two players, Matt Forte and Devin Hester. Yeah. And like you said, it was, it's a loyalty thing. I mean, they it's good when an organiza- organization recognizes how much a player has given that team over the course of however many years. Oh, yeah. And it's like, I mean, at, at some point... I mean, you do see it in hockey sometimes when players get older, not as much as you do in like the NFL or something like that. But at some point, a certain player, you know, they, their age, 
combined with the one-dimensional play that they have, kind of just is this guy really worth sucking up the cap space now? Yeah. See the the one day thing I I like for me it's more for the player. Like it's it's good on the organization doing it, but it it doesn't like it doesn't cost them anything. You know what I mean? Like exactly. it, it's more of a a figurative thing of we're recognizing you. To me it's it's I think it's more important to the player to say, you know, this is where I made my legacy. This is what I'm going to be remembered for. And I I like when it happens. I believe the Giants did it with Justin Tuck, I believe too. I think that was the last one the Giants did. Really? Uh, I think he d- they did it with Tuck. Maybe. I, I feel like I didn't hear anything about that. Oh, well. I, feel like he's, I think Tuck wants to I play. wanted the Bears <laughs> to do it with Erlacher because he technically retired as a free agent. So I was hoping they were going to sign him to a one-day contract. Just, I mean, they didn't have to because he didn't play anywhere else technically. Yeah. But I was just kind of hoping that, like, go out on contract. I, um, I don't know if you have any more trades to do. But I have a quick question I want to ask you guys before we sign off. Only because I saw it pop up the other day. Do you guys think T.O. can still play? Yes. I think he can. And, and I was thinking about it. I think he can be effective in certain situations. He's not going to be your number one receiver. <laughs> well, or your number two. But I think, I think he could be a number two on a But what I mean teams. is, I think if you put him in the red zone, I think he can still be dominant. Just because he's, he's big, and he's, he's still going to be able to out-jump people, and he's physical. But I, I can't imagine that if he was to come in, a team would expect him to play like you know 50 to 60 percent of the snaps i think he could i think he's, I in, I think he's in good shape i think you know he's, he's talked about this every single year he wants to come back wants to come back and he's been in shape to do that i mean i think he's definitely not as fast as he was whatever no, he's, he's a big he, big body you know but i mean you know but his route running was still also always yeah. impeccable and don't lose that type of thing you don't lose the ability to, to learn the playbook and, and run the routes and read a defender yeah and then he can read the defenders all day long Why i think he... i think for to much like ocho cinco i think the big part of it is teams don't want to look at him i don't think it's because the age i think it's because the basket case right that comes with it you yeah. mean, look at all the trouble he's throwing a helmet into the crowd eating a fan's popcorn getting into a fist fight with the cowboys you know, for slapping I, the star. I mean, it's. Just... I think if he if he went to the right team, like it would have to be like a contending team, and I think he would be able to be effective only in the red zone. New England. Uh, well, my knock on all those guys who say they want to come back and play is like, and you're in great shape. If you want to play football so bad, there's there's other options. Go play in the CFL. Go play arena football. It's fun. Yeah. You know I mean, like, you, I don't know. I get you want to play in the NFL. It's the upper echelon of all football. Well, I think but... for like someone like To though, like I think the the NFL thing is just because he's, he's seeking the ring. That's what it wants. He wants oh, that, to yeah, that's what is, it is. Which is yeah. I mean, like it's different for like you know like like a Johnny Manziel or something like that. It's like I want to play football, and then like Johnny Manziel did. He went to the CFL. Like something like that. Like Johnny Manziel doesn't have the the stats or anything to pad. Like you know, all he's missing right, is the he, ring type he, of deal. He's not cementing any. He also almost got in a fight in his first CFL game. <laughs> I saw like, he threw for like, like 88 yards. T.O., <laughs> like, T.O., like, kind of Ocho Cinco, like, getting that ring would kind of cement a legacy for them. Yeah, well, T.O. for sure. It, it I, think Ocho Cinco would still, I think Ocho Cinco could still be very effective in the NFL on the opposite of it, not in the red zone. Because, I mean, he was never really a huge, huge red zone threat. <laughs> but Ocho Cinco <coughs> still has one of the most just amazing, like, comeback to the balls ever. Yeah. I mean, the guy, the guy the, once, once he sees the ball, he's, he's to it. He's shout got out, at least a hand on it. Shout out Alex Cullen tuning in right at the end here. Thanks for that. <laughs> say hi, Kyle. Hi, Alex. No, we should say hi, Kyle. Yeah. Say hi, Kyle. Hi, Kyle. 
Who did Jessica Staldi? Oh, big Jesse Castaldi. Let me tell you a story about Shane knows. Let me tell you a story about Jesse Castaldi. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, brother, man. All right. 2002 Squirt B State Tournament. 0 0 in the finals. Overtime. Big Jesse Castaldi grabs the puck, skates down the right boards, rips one. Top shelf where mama hides the cookies, (laughs) buries it. One nothing. What was it? Newington? Some damn team. Who gives a shit? We beat them. Only state tournament I ever won. I was eight. And it was all downhill from there. For the Jesse says us. that he peaked that day. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I was there. It was beautiful. And also, then, uh, Jesse, if you have good Kyle Soul stores, feel free. Come down Sunday, 11 to 1. We're here. If you're here, I'm here, man. <laughs> that's just the way that's going to work. You're more than welcome to come on, Jesse. I also uh, we gotta find an expense report from PPRN <laughs> so we can start flying Shane out here regularly. <laughs> he also, stole my uh, shoe. This bastard stole my shoe in the foot of snow. Three feet of snow, actually. In the foot of snow. You know, we, we were gonna also try and do like a top five list of uh, top five Southern Connecticut State University goalies, and see what Shane had to say about it. I'd probably be third. <laughs> third, all time. Oh, that's hard. I only know like the last couple of years. <laughs> I only know the years I was there and maybe a few years before. Shane stopped a breakaway thirty seconds before that goal. Nah, we we uh, man, I I wouldn't I wouldn't be number one. That's, that's for sure. I wouldn't even be close. <laughs> what did he say? You said you stopped a breakaway thirty seconds before that goal. I did, Jesse. I that was you, the best man. Had a lot of fun when we when I used to go down to the rink down in Hamden, actually right down the street. That to uh, watch Southern Souls. Hockey. I have, he knows he did. Let it. me tell you, man, you haven't seen like a pile of staff infection until you've been in that rink. <laughs> oh, Shout I'm... out to Louis Astorino <laughs> Arena, um, aka the Lou, aka the Dump. I remember I got to watch Shane take a puck right to the Nads. That was good. <laughs> yeah. I remember we went to your. Uh, it was your first. It was me, Pat, and uh, I forget who else was with us, but I know it was me and Pat. We drove out to Shelton to see your first start in Connecticut. I was there. I don't think you were, Kyle. I was there at one of them. But uh, yeah, I, I watched, you, I watched you know, those of you out there that don't know Shane, he's like five foot four. Five foot nine, <laughs> if I lie. <laughs> on skates. But the, the, there was a, I, I just remember the guy skating down on the break. It was a very tall man. And, and you see little Shane skate out, and just hip check him, set this guy flying. And it was the funniest thing I've seen ever. Oh, my God. It was, was good. a long time ago. Like it was Andrew good. Shaw aggression. Yeah. There's no there's no fear in hockey. <laughs> we don't have that. I'm saying, I mean, like, in football, you, see, you, don't, you don't see that shit. I mean, like, in the NHL, it's like, you know, put Andrew Shaw's, what was he? He's got to be 5'8", maybe. Maybe? He's short. Saw him fist fight Zidane Char in the Stanley Cup Finals. <laughs> yeah, he did. You know, Zidane Char standing 7'7 seven, seven <laughs> on skates. <laughs> Shout out to Kitty O'Sullivan. <laughs> Tuning in. Yeah, I'm not getting any notifications of who's tuning sometimes in. Sometimes I get them. Sometimes I gotta like refresh it. Yeah. Um, man, there was another. There was another hockey story I was gonna tell. And now I forgot it. Way to go. Oh, my favorite thing about watching the the Southern Club hockey team—they're not allowed to fight during games. So you'd see. So. <laughs> but you'd see a lot of things starting to happen as soon as the final whistle. Just dog piles <laughs> every single time. I have a picture. What's up, Carlos? I have a picture, my favorite picture I've ever seen of any team I've ever been on is this kid I used to play with, Tommy. Absolute maniac. This kid was, it was huge. I loved him. 
he there's a picture of him. We're playing against uh, Fairfield University in our breast cancer game in February, which I know that's stupid, but that's when our team got the jerseys for the week. For the week, <laughs> he there's a picture of him fighting another kid. He has that kid's helmet in his hand, and he just has the helmet over his head to beat him. He beat a kid with his own helmet. It was <laughs> awesome. That was that was a highlight of my career. We used to have a lot of fun going to the Southern game. I remember we went to one of your brother's games. I forget what team he was on, like the Warriors or something. Probably. Oh, no, and I watched him skate with the top of his head right into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> he was just bent over, just right into the wall. <laughs> he was trying, probably trying to hit somebody. There was no one. He yeah. just kind of leaned over and just went head first. It was. He he definitely got a concussion that day. There was Concussions a couple, don't mean anything. He in got hockey. his bell rung a bunch of times, and he was like, the "Doctor's like, do you have a concussion?" He's like. No, just fought it. He was, he was, he had a spell run. I remember him sitting on the bench, and his mom's, your mother's like, he's definitely got a concussion. You see, he's like, I can play. Huh. Let me get back out there. Guy couldn't stand. Nah, man, the kid had. A... You don't need to stand. You only need to be able to skate. The only three things in hockey matter: heart and balls. And that's just he lived by that. I did. We used to have a lot of fun going to the rink and watching the games. Fun. I yeah, I I miss it. I miss. I mean, I'm coaching again now, but times were simpler. Times were simpler back then. <laughs> now it's like a shame when you be drinking public. I played a beer league game two weeks ago. It was like being in a bad dream. It was <laughs> like you ever been in a dream like your body's not working. It was kind of <laughs> like that. It's kind of like real life, really. Did you <laughs> oh yeah, that was gas, man. Did you play well? Uh, we won ten to eleven. In any, wow! In any league, <laughs> any any league, anything like beer league. Southern, anything you've ever played? Do you have Do you have any empty netters as a goalie? Uh, I don't. But I always made it a point every year. I said, I said I'm gonna get more points than the least scoring defenseman. And I did a, a bunch of the years. Not every year. The one game I played in beer league, I got an assist. I you was know, long passes. There was another fun game I just remembered. Do you remember your outside game at Rensselaer Field? <sighs> do I remember that game? <laughs> We made a documentary about it that never saw the light of day because the computer was on shit the bed. I remember, this was the first time I ever got to watch Shane play. Heard for years. I got lit. That he's great, up. great player. Show up, they're playing an outdoor game at Rensselaer Field. It was freezing. Freezing cold. About five or six goals got let in. Rough ride back home. <laughs> we were... It was, it was three periods and it was like an exhibition. So we had three goalies. Yeah. Each goalie was going to play a period. So we had this one kid, Corey, who wound up playing. He's playing college hockey somewhere. He's stuck with it. He's a good kid. Uh, he played first because he hadn't really played much that year. And I was going to play last. But it was like 25 degrees it out that night. It was freezing. So my muscles were like rubber bands in a freezer. And I'm out there. I'm not saying that was an excuse. I just sucked that night. And we were like, it was like two to one going into the third. And I think I lighted five goals. Only time I ever got scored on a penalty shot in a game in my whole life was that night. It was a nightmare. Obi wasn't happy. No. Rough, <laughs> rough ride home. <coughs> Beer reviews? Hmm? How was your Sierra Nevada? That was all right. It was beer. So it was like an IPA if, like, you never had an IPA before. It was just an IPA. It was Everybody's f- first. It was like three out of five. Souls? Second one's better than the first one. <laughs> However, beers. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You should have the third one. Pretty sure they were skunked, but whatever. I drank it anyway. Because you're a legend. The uh, the Jiba is is very good. Big fan of this beer. 
Um, you know, I liked it better when it was called Gandhi Bot, but what are you going to do? New England Brewery makes good stuff. Check them out. Yeah, boy. Yeah, I started with the Miller sixty four. How is was it? Kind of, which is more watered down than just a kind of you Miller drink high life. And it's more watered down than a high life because high life has a high life light. Can you believe that? What a joke! Um, <laughs> but later than that, and then I closed with Rolling Rock, which was typical. May or may not be skunked. Better out of the can. Actually, out of the can. I recommend it. Go get it in the can. So you like it in the can? I like it in the can. Gotcha. Rolling Rock in the can. Disgusting. I had the turtles all the way down. Kettle sour ale from Finch. Um, it was pretty good. It was very, very, uh, uh, very bitter. Not, not a lot of sweetness to it. Like some of the sours have kind of tried to do to make them more appealing to the the non sour drinkers. So you you make a beer that's sour. It's only going to be for people who like it. You, but it's made with botanicals and honey. It's pretty good. Recommend it. Very expensive though. What's a botanical? <laughs> Beat me to it. Botanical is like a like a pine kind of like plant type of deal, like berry, like juniper berries. Oh, okay. Stuff like that, like those those kinds of things. Um, a lot of botanicals and like gin. I can't think of anything but uh, Life of Brian when I think of juniper berries. <laughs> juniper Except for ber- gin. Juniper berries. Well, gin. You no, know, yeah, but that's yeah. That was fun. Be yeah. sure to uh, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Getting Sports with Drunk. Twitter is GSWD underscore four. Make sure to use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether it's having rubber band frozen muscles or having more uh, viewers on your Facebook Live video in the last five seconds than you did in the whole first 55 (laughs) minutes. (laughs) Subscribe on iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. Pretty much anywhere you can listen to podcasts and internet radio, we're there. Um, Tune in to Peter's show every Tuesday and Wednesday from 7.30 to 10.30 on the PPRN Radio Network. And until next time, I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mark. Sheen Washable. <sighs> Brother Souls. OB Shuffle. Ooh. And I'm the Red Baron. <laughs> <laughs>